What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. New, 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 new world order. What another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, new, 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 aka Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you in the Desert Storm Booker with EWF, every woman's fantasy, and CGA, see God Allah. And this is the after pill. And you're in here with the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube, Shadow Band. All right. Talking to my son the other day, he like, man, dad, you Shadow Band. Like, you can't even look your name up, bro. <laughs> This is how real it is over here. New, 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 new world order. Even the bird-chested ninjas. This is how birds. I'm going to show you how bird-chested ninjas watch my show. All right. We had a lot of bird-chested ninjas in here, and we have to deal with them. All right. A lot of, a lot of weak tippy-toe eggshell walking on ninjas in the building. All right. We got to tell you how they watch my show. All right. But anyway, you're in here with the best of the best, the best entertainment, the best show on YouTube, bar none. Bar none, nobody can do it better. All right, y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? And guess what day it is? It's Friday, so what's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is the weekend. That ish ain't nothing but another two days that ninjas act crazy on. Then it's gone, and everybody feel effed up because the, they spent they last on shit that they couldn't get no other days of the week because they too damn cheap. All right, shout out to Cam. All right, and it is the weekend, and it is Flatback Friday. Oh, my God. It is Flatback Friday. Oh, my God. It is, Becky. Look at her. But we're going to go give you our Flatback of the week, and it is none other than the Flatback Supreme herself, Livy Dunn. All right, we're going to definitely give her a round of applause a little bit. Flatback Friday. <laughs> All right, anyway, here's the topics for today's show. Today's show, proof that women left life on easy mode, easy street. One of the things you'll find out. Have you ever, ladies, are you here? I always have to check in, you know, check your attendance. Every time I ask them, they just sit in the background watching me, wondering how I got my skin to look so good. They're like, this ninja, is he using a filter? You know, they DM me. Um, what filter are you using on your videos? Mm. <laughs> right. You know, because they got to jump in here with foundation. All kind of creams, and they'd be like, What, what, why your skin looks so good? All right, yes, indeed. But, ladies, tell these ninjas, and, and this is how we're gonna prove that they live on easy street and why it's gonna affect you. See, the thing is, it's not just calling out that they live on easy street, we're gonna tell why it affects you. So, ladies, I'm gonna ask you something. This is gonna be some of your proof that you live life on easy mode. Whose fault is it that you're in the position you're in? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. That's the indicator right there, fellas. That's the indicator. Now you're gonna find out. <laughs> now you're gonna find now you're gonna find out why they be living life on easy mode. Cause for some reason, it is always and it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. 
It is very rare. And some of you bird chested ninjas be doing this too. It is very rare that they can get to any point of their life without blaming somebody for the reason that they're in the position they're in right now. And it's all Jermaine Fulton. It's always Jermaine Fulton. Indeed. Have you ever heard a woman say, God dang, I made a dumb decision. It's my fault. <laughs> it's always somebody else's fault. Ninjas, they be blaming somebody for every damn thing. And it's, of course, the patriarchy, which they're burning down, by the way, because these bird chested ninjas out here. <laughs> okay. They going to blame somebody for something. It's going to be they it's going to be they ex-boyfriend's fault. Their eight past ex-boyfriend's fault is going to be the lack of the fact that they didn't have a daddy. If they had a daddy, it's his fault because he was trying to control her. It was the ex-husband's fault. It was her co-worker's fault. It was the teachers who didn't like her fault. It was the ninjas around the corner. It was the homies she went to school with. It was somebody else's fault. It was the, the counselors at the school fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It was her mama fault. It was her government zaddy fault. It was slavery fault. It's somebody else's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> Trump's fault. They ain't never going to get through life without blaming somebody else for their dumbass decisions. <laughs> dumbass decisions. All right. And so this is how they live life on easy mode. Because guess what? We're going to listen to the bullshit. Well, it was my last boyfriend's fault. Or it's my daddy's fault. And it was the lack of my daddy's fault. And it was the counselor that didn't like me fault. They registered for me the wrong classes. It was the people at social services fault. It was everybody else goddamn fault. <laughs> for real. Have you noticed that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Joe Biden, it was Donald Trump fault. They literally wake up and they look and they like, who can I blame for the situation I'm in right now? Somebody else. Somebody got to be to blame. Somebody got to be to blame. Living the life on easy mode. And it's men's fault. I ain't even do nothing. I've been just sitting over here minding my own business. I ain't even left the house in five days. I'm just sitting here. And they're like, it's CGA's fault. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> what the hell did I do? Oh, my goodness. Somebody says, oh, there's a woman accepting accountability. You definitely over 40 years old. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're not under 40. And even then, <laughs> it's even then. All right, look, great show today coming up. But do me a favor to contribute to today's show. Dollar Sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash app. New, 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 new world order. Yes. Also, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams at its pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new Without further ado, order. let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show because it is the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Indeed. Albert Wesker says XX's got infinite lives and invincible invincibility cheat codes. They do. They do. They do. But hey, listen, remember, we're not here to complain about them. We're here to actually show you to avoid people like this. It's their therapist's fault. It's the man that tried to touch them when they were dressing provocatively's fault. <laughs> You'd be like, what the hell? Pyro, the fire starter, says New York 
City Rainbow Day tomorrow. It's crazy the way they force people to accept the BS they're doing here. But if I make it a straight day parade or a flag, it's hate. And he says to send it. But guys, I'm going to reveal again one of the secrets that this is. You guys, uh, you guys are missing the. You guys are missing what's happening here. And of course, Coach Tradamus is going to fill in the blanks, ladies. I'm going to fill in the blanks. The Working Man Podcast says, Coach, you're going to have to check in for those Alabama jokes yesterday. He says, here's to the N-word jar. And what's up for the weekend? Shout out to Bama. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Y'all had the number two pick. All right, number two pick last night. Shout out to everybody in Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, Huntsville, all right, and everywhere in between. Mobile, Mobile. The University of South Alabama. All right. Shout out to them Bamas out there. And Roll Tide. All right. Shout out to, and also uh, something Eagle. Soar Eagle? Whatever. War Eagle. I don't know what it is. Mm. All right. Shout out to Walk the Plank. The first time I came across you watching Fresh and Fit, he says, it was hard to digest your message at first, but the more I lived, the more and the more I experienced proved me right. He says, also, I'm convinced we got a lot of Usher ninjas. <laughs> she likes it my way, my way. These Usher ninjas out here. You got it. You got it bad. You got it. You got it bad. Mm. Shout out to you, brothers. And shout out for watching me over on the Fresh and Fit channel. Okay. Yeah, man, my, my message is hardcore. But again, remember, I'm desensitized to my message. So when you come over here, when you come over here and you're like, dang, and you're you're, you're reacting. You start voguing and, sh you know, ninja start voguing. They chest start caving in. <laughs> All right, listening to my message. Remember, this is what I've been thinking for a long time. So it's, I'm desensitized to the impact of this message. <laughs> but y'all be like, what's wrong with this guy? But I always say, keep on, keep on living. All you got to do is keep on living, bro. You're going to see it my way and highly likely you will. I don't care how rich or poor, how much game, how you Mac. I don't care how you see it, bro. When you keep on living, when you keep on living, you're going to find out I'm 80% on point by the time you hit 30. It is. Yep. Shout out to Sir Dirty Dan says XXs have Resident Evil and Fit Infinite Ammo and Herbs. I never played that game, but it sounds like fun. Infinite Herbs and Ammo. All right. They never die. They multiply. Pyro the Firestarter says, please fill in the blanks because I don't get it. Shout out to you. He says, send it. I'm going to I'm gonna fill in the blanks here in a minute, guys. Uh, there's a bigger thing at stake. Remember, what you see is not the entire picture. What you see is not the entire picture. I'm going to give you x-ray vision. And, of course, other people have talked about this, but I talked about this a long time ago. I know this is the first time some of y'all ninjas don't watch me, and then y'all watch other people, and you're like, you're saying exactly what so-and-so said. And I said it a long time ago. No, you didn't. I watched you for two weeks, and you never said it. But what you see is not what actually is everything at stake, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Remember, the iceberg theory is at play. And, men, you guys are blind to the facts. Men, you guys are goofy as blind ninjas, and you never see what's real. By the way, Van Glorious 
And this is protected by the red, black, and the green with the key, sissies. Anyway, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. But we do have a double sponsor. Shout out to Elijah. Let me give him another. He says, this is for some new golf gear. Just wait, boy. Hey, man, listen, I got to get on the links here in the next couple of weeks. It's about to get hot. But I appreciate it, man. We about to be out there golfing. Ninja. I'm going to be out there with my Kaylee caddy and my car. It's going to be crazy. All right, It's going to be crazy. Y'all going to be out here. I might have to wait a couple of months, though, because it's about to get hot. All right. Make it hot in here. Are all of these people from today? They are David with the thumbs up. Shout out to Delicious Dave. We'll just call you Double D from here on out. Pause. Jacob says, Coach Smasher pass Jelaine Maxwell. That's going to be a pass. All I see is roast beef. That's all. And, and anytime I look at her, all I see is roast beef. All right. Now, roast beef can be, you know, it can be on the, it can be on the menu. But I'm not, you know, I'm not always hungry for roast beef. All right, what do we got? Your boy Scoot says, keep letting these MFs know what it is. TGIF, thank you, brother. And KT says, salute CGA. All right, let me check Venmo because Venmo usually don't have a lot going on here. I'm going to pass on just Lane, just Lane Maxwell. All right, for real. But uh, she's a great recruiter. All right, she's a great recruiter. But all I see is Arby's. Okay, last couple says, Chris Jericho says, Coach, I caught your evening stream, and it made me think of a quote of Sarge, wait, my sergeant used to tell me, he said, either deal with the pain of discipline now or suffer the pain of regret later. Sometimes it's greater later if you have the patience. Yes, indeed. That sounds like an old sergeant quote, definitely an old coach quote. Not, not me, coach, but in the coaching profession. You know, and that's a great life quote. Um, you're gonna deal with some pain, and you want to you you want to deal with the pain of discipline rather than the pain of regret, because the pain of regret is always gonna pop up after you don't have another choice to recorrect re yourself, right? You can't just like, oh, I'm gonna recorrect myself now and avoid the pain of regret. When you have a lack of discipline. That right there makes you think your life is on easy mode. And when the hardship comes, then you blame other people. All right, Macaroni Tony, last one. Talking to my young, young cousin. He says he asked me about my 718 uh, Cayman. And he says, I told him hard work and persistence. He followed his follow-up question about was about Mr. Bugatti. Shout out to him. He says the voice of the RP in the after pill is special. Keep Going, brother CGA, indeed. And anybody that actually has a Porsche or any cars like that, have you noticed that the except for Instagram, that the majority of people that have these cars are older men? Okay, they're older men. And I remember before I got my Porsche, not my Bugatti. And I remember Googling, I was like, is this an old man's car? Am I going to look old? Like Mercedes is an old man's car. For some people, people associate Mercedes with old. BMW with new and I was like I don't want to get a car and then people like, oh that's an old man car and I googled it and I said it's you know is Porsche an old man's car and they said well it can be seen as an old man's car and particularly because many young men can't afford it <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's not because it is an old man's car okay 
it is because young people can't buy the goddamn thing. That's why it's not so they don't have the discretionary income or they don't have the ability to buy or lease this type of vehicle. So, yes, it is often associated with an old man. And typically older men buy several versions of this car. So by the time you've noticed the more update version of the car, he's already had a 1984 Porsche, a 1996 one, and now you've seen him with the 2020. So this is his third one, and by that time he's in his mid 60s. In fact, I actually, um, I actually, uh, when I, I belong to a club, a Porsche car club, and um, when you go to the Porsche car club meeting, the majority of the people there are older men. Now, when I go to the Scat Pack, or <laughs> When I go to the Ford Mustang or the Ford Mustang 5.0, or if there's like an open where there's not a specific type of vehicle, you can bring any vehicle. There's new ninjas there. So, yeah, you go to the Scatback convention. Corvette, another older man's car. Yeah. When you go to the, you know, you go to the place. All right. Scat Pack, everybody's 25 to 29. Yeah, it's all good. But shout out to everybody in their cars. Men love cars. This is why men compare women. Yeah, men compare women to cars often. And women are like, don't compare us to cars. Well, we love cars. We love cars more than we love women. Women don't understand that. Why is all of your comparisons have to do with cars? We love cars. And we love women. We love cars and we love women. Most of the time we love the car more than we love the woman. But uh, sometimes not. But yeah. We, 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 that's part of the truth. I'm going to come back to the PayPal's, but look, we got to get into a little doom and gloom. We got to get in a little doom and gloom. All right. So let's get into this doom and gloom right quick. Have you been paying to the, attention to the world? All right. I got to, I got to shrink up some. I got so many. This is absolutely reprehensible. The amount of tabs I have open. <laughs> I'm surprised my computer don't catch on fire, but I got high powered equipment here. Oh, well, we'll do doom and gloom and we'll feature our flat back of fat black Friday of the week. All right. Little doom and gloom. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's on, on the menu. New, 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 new world order. All right. Take a look at what they allege Hunter Biden to have done, of course, with his tax returns. And listen, I'm not the one to talk, but it says right here, your boy was in crazy. Hunter Biden deducted payments to prostitutes and a sex club. From his taxes, according to a whistleblower, this ninja is a oh, that's nasty. he's a nasty boy. What are you doing out here? And he got a slap on the wrist, proving that there's a two or three tier justice. And they say he illegally deducted tens of thousands of dollars in payments made to pros. And of course, a sex club that probably costs in excess of seventy thousand dollars. We'll talk about it. From his taxes, according to a bombshell IRS whistleblower testimony to Congress released on Thursday. Hey, if y'all could write off y'all taxes and losses to hoes and strippers and junior college girls and sugar babies, could you do it? Just listen, just listed under personal training. All right. She's my, she's my personal training. She's my massage therapist. In June 1st, the interview in the House and Ways and Means Committee. One whistleblower and unnamed IRS criminal investigator detailed how Hunter went to Great Lakes to underreport his income and avoid paying $106,000 in taxes, including by writing off his sexcapades as a business expense. Well, listen, I don't, I'm not saying he's wrong. 
but I guess he ain't right. So some of the items that were deducted were personal no-show employees. He deducted payments that were made uh, to who he called the West Coast assistant. <laughs> First, remember, I told you, man, these women, they'd be like, I'm an administrative assistant. I'm an executive assistant. No, you're the gawk gawk secretary. And it says, but she was essentially a pro. She's a prostitute. The whistleblower uh, said who worked for the agency and investigated the fraud, of course, in 2018. Another whistleblower uh, to remain nameless said he found several instances of Hunter improperly improperly expensing flights to pros. This ninja flying him in. Look at your boy out here. This ninja out here. Oh, that's nice. He's trying to get the government to pay Straight the bill. Jacket. My lord. Ninjas is in this streets, man. Shout out to this ninja, man. Man, who is this? In these streets. Who is this man related to? This man's related to somebody I know. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. By the way, guys, this flying out thing is going to be. I'm, I'm here to tell you because you guys don't understand what. I'm seeing a lot of this sex trafficking thing going on. I think if you fly women out, that's going to be sex trafficking in a minute. So be careful. In a minute, that's going to be sex trafficking. Okay, so here we go right here. Uh, there were multiple examples of pros who were basically, and we have all the communication between that. Uh, let me get this girl off the screen. That where he would pay for these pros, would book them a flight where even the ticket showed their name. And then he expensed those, according to testimony. Right? So, look, they already doing it. The whistleblower also found that Hunter expensed a deposit for an elite Los Angeles SEX club membership by listing it as a golf membership. Mm. Damn. All right, my man was out. Okay, I don't know if I can show this stuff on YouTube. All right, hold on for a second. It says right here, according to belong to this sex club, he made payments. There was a $18,000 wire that was made to one of these individuals, and one of the wires said $8,000 in wages and $10,000 in golf, which was a 10K golf membership deposit. And he says, and we know that that $10,000 went to pay a for a sex club. And he went to the sex club, and we've talked to the person that owned that sex club, and they confirmed that he was there and that the guy had to pay and that, that the guy has to pay $10,000 and the girl Whomever is referring him there doesn't have to pay anything. Mm. So he deducted that on his tax returns. So here's the thing. Of course, all men pay. And as you can see, to belong to the club, the women can come in for free. All right. They can come in for free. And it says, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. They're bringing the punani. They don't have to bring any money. That's why women are out here acting like, why do I have to pay anything? Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. And so, guys, this is the stuff, the type, type of stuff that's happening out here. This is going to be the new normal. Speaking of the new normal, let's get. Sorry. Sorry. Speaking of the new normal, let me show you this. Remember when I was telling you, I was just telling you, uh, there's more than meets the eye with some of these agendas. There's more than it meets the eye with some of these agendas. And I've been telling you, man, this is just a tip. Ladies, this is just a tip. This is just the tip of the iceberg, man. You think it's bad now? You think you think an agenda is being pushed down your throat now? Just wait. They're going to push P big time. This isn't the first time I talked about this. I've been talking about this for maybe a little bit over a year when I introduced this. 
And we called it pushing P. Pushing P. Not even the trans issue is not that even. That's not the ultimate end game. You guys got to know what the end game is. The end game, it was, it's going to be pushing P. Now, what is pushing P? Well, you see it right here. Let's play this video so you understand now that they get you changing your mind about genders and changing your mind about orientation and getting you to do this, the ultimate goal, and one of them is pushing the P. Here we go. What? Stop it. Yeah. yeah no, We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them Matt's. No. Minor attracted persons. Okay, so this appears to be, this appears to be a teacher in a classroom one of these liberal libtard public school indoctrination camps that you send your kids to go to get a free education. Remember, I, you guys have to listen. Rule number 40 in the law, the 48 laws of power is despise the free lunch. Rule number 40, I believe it is in the law of powers, 48 laws of powers is despise the free lunch. When you approach things to solely get it because it's free, you end up paying the most. So what happens is there's a it, there's a indirect payment form of payment, but you don't transact directly. They get you indirectly, so they get you to turn over your kids for free education. Nothing is free. You got to understand that. I'm trying to get men to understand that. Here it is. Since you sent them to school for a free education, they get to put they get to say whatever they want to the, to to your kids. In this video, there appears to be a teacher preventing probably a rainbow person who is probably has an attraction. It's not going to be a straight heterosexual male she's defending. Please understand that it is not going to be a straight heterosexual male she's defending. She's probably defending a rainbow person, and I know this. Most likely to be true. They're saying the teacher, a female teacher, this is why you have to watch out with this female power and power men burn down the patriarchy because they are the, tro they, they, the Trojan horse is going to be led in th through them. Okay, because they tend to fall for anything and they'll push anything based on feelings. We're not going to call a person a metaphile. We're going to call them a minor attracted person. Man, this is, guys, if, and this is what I want to tell you, this is what I want to tell you, if you think that you're tired of, because I already know what the end game is, so all of this pride and month of pride, and, and, and I'm going to show you a story later that's going to back this up, all right, um, of an example of what could happen. If you think you're tired of this, this is just the beginning. This ain't even the beginning. This ain't even the middle. There's more to this. There's going to be the next step. Remember, um, even when 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 your children, I'm gonna, I was always gonna say women, but I'm gonna compare it to children. Okay, and there's more video on this one. I'm gonna just leave it at that because people do get their feelings hurt about these particular things. But when your children ask you for something and you grant it to them, is that the last thing they ask for? The answer is no. That's usually gonna be an ask they get, and they're probably gonna get tired, or they know to push for another ask. Typically with women, your wife, your girlfriend, when she asks for something and you finally relent and you give it to them, she's already worn you down. So then the next ask is coming around the corner. I know this about human behavior. So this is just a wear down. They wear you down, wear you down, wear you down. You finally give up and say, forget it. You don't fight back. 
and then they drop the next bomb. And we've I've been here long enough to remember the gay marriage argument. Oh, just, just, just. And then they wore you down. Then they ask. And then guess what? Five years later, they're like, there's 85 genders. And you're like, whoa, 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 what? Then they were like, kids can decide. Then they're gender affirming. Then they're, they're going to wear your ass down. And they start with the children. They start with the children, meaning they start the message to the kids first while they're at your free education, public school indoctrination camp. No, not while you're at home. Because you two bozos decided to go work. All right. And now you expose your kids to this. And then the teachers started to wear you down. If you know anything about education and teachers and, and, and slow burn, basically how, how, how um, propaganda is propagandized to the public, the teachers are the first step, right? This is why the majority of teachers identify as liberal, almost 90% of them. Almost 90% of teachers across the board, economically, politically, socially, identify as liberal, okay? So thus, those people are the people you turn your kids over to, and half the time you don't get the decision on who your kid is educated by. They, the, the, the school just tells you, oh, you got Mrs. Johnson and Mrs. Anderson, and Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Mister. All right. You, you know, but it's free. Right. And most parents use their schools as daycare, not education uh, uh, institutions initially. Like you can't wait till your kid turns four and a half. I can't wait so I can throw them in the school and not have to pay for daycare. Oh, Ninja, you're going to pay. You're going to pay. Ninja. Listen, you're you're going to pay. <laughs> Ninjas always think and Ninjas always think. They always think they're not paying because you pay for daycare for four years, five years. And you're like, good, I can't wait. OK, you can get into kindergarten and they shove them in the school so they can go to work to get free daycare. Anyway. That's the doom and gloomer report. And as time will tell, I will be right once again. Anyway. Now that you guys are awake and aware, let's get to some contributions and then catch up as much as we can. Coming up next, Straggle in Sniggle Theater. It should be a good one. We got some good straggles and a couple snigg sniggles. Sniggles? <laughs> we don't want to call them sniggles. Anyway, 100%. Where are we at here? Uh, we got our brother, Jay Cool. We got one, two, three, and four, and five. Jay Cool says, Coach, thanks for giving us the proper perspective on wife-husband partner stories. Like with John Baloney, I can no longer just listen to Reddit stories or other such stuff and react like a normie anymore. Yeah, man, normie reaction. Man, there were so so many clips that I don't play, and some of these clips, I'm just like, man, like how do I explain this to people without losing they them losing their mind? Okay, there was a girl who got emancipated, and uh, she got emancipated at 15 or 17. I can't even remember the story, and um. And she's telling the story, and she happens to be doing well for herself, but she still looks young. She still looks under 25. And the story goes like this. I'll tell it quickly. Um, the, 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 the daughter, the girl, 15 or 17, was like, hey, I'm tired of this. My, my parents are getting a divorce. And so she decided to emancipate herself by going through a family friend attorney. And if you know, you know. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Uh, yeah, her name is Brett Cooper. And I decided not to play the clip because there's, you know, the normies, it was on Facebook. So there was a bunch of normie comments. I stay away from Facebook as much as I can. All right. But the story was once she decided to be emancipated and had her family friend who was an attorney help her out, 
she emancipated herself by herself, she says. But then she says, my mother was cool with it, but my father did not want it. Now, of course, the normie, <laughs> the normie response was, see, the father's tearing the girl down while the mother wants the woman to be free and free from the parents' divorce. Now, everybody knows the kid divorcing the parents doesn't stop anything. She's still going to need, she's going to be somewhat dependent and highly likely she went to move in with the mother. What I saw, what I saw was the mother emancipating the daughter so that the dad didn't get custody of the daughter. That's what I saw. And nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. My, only a few people in the comments. I was scrolling looking. Only a few people saw it my way. Only a few people. They were like, see, the father's messing up. The mother supported her. Wait, why would the mother support the daughter getting emancipated? It's because they probably were in a custody fight. and The daughter was like, I don't want no parts of this. And the mom said, yeah, good. Be emancipated so that the daddy doesn't get custody. That, that's what I saw. That's exactly what I saw. And I was like, Lord, have mercy. I was like, they're going to always find a way for the father to look bad. And that's what she did here. And um, there you go. There you go, guys. Uh, guys, anyway, shout out to Ke Kevin W says men live life in beta mode full of bugs and glitches that inevitably get fixed for women. Indeed, they try to do that. Definitely. They get they'd uh, get fixed for women. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Kalen is in the building. What is Kalen says? Uh, he says, uh, what's up, coach? I watched the NBA draft last night, and there were some black females who attacked former NBA player J.J. Redick by saying he was an average shooter, even though he, was, he never was. If the roles were reversed, you know what would happen. So he was just an average shooter. J.J. Redick's one of the best shooters uh, uh, that have played in the game. He wasn't, a, he wasn't a starter or anything. J.J. can't fill the bucket up. So why, you know, he just has an opinion, a very strong opinion, so... Obviously, he's going to get attacked. All right, no government name, sis. He says, no government name, please. Coach, I hope you understand just how crazy it is. He says, that's when I got to MGTOW from 8 to 10 years ago, and it perfectly, it perfectly aligns with your viewpoints. You are not for the low-frequency thinkers. I'm not. I'm not, for, I'm not for you, but I will entertain you people. But if you're a low-frequency thinker, I, you know, I'm not going to be for you, and I understand that. But I can entertain you in the meantime. But yeah, if you if you if you struggle thinking and you just go with some pre-programmed response, I'm not for you. Shout out to Moose Hefner says TGIFA. Thank God I'm a free agent and we do it for life. All right, we got super chats and I'm gonna get back to the show here. We got uh where we at here. Where we at here? Uh and did I get it? Pyro the fire started. Do you get it now? He says, uh, face fact says the fake judge asked me if I work overtime. I said, no, no job gave me a gift and gifts don't count. Right? Exactly. <laughs> the fake judge. He says, if Hunter can deduct prostitutes on his taxes, why can't I write off child support? It's the same thing. <laughs> Jesus said it is. It is. Hey, man, did you got there was another clip that went around. And a woman was trying to defense because the guys were saying women use child support as a vindictive nature, as a vindictive step against the ex-husband or ex or baby daddy. And then this woman was trying to say, no, that's not true. But she couldn't she couldn't explain why. Of course, she's a low frequency thinker, so she couldn't make an explanation as to why it was not a vindictive step. And most of the child support and child support was not a 
Child support was not created for fathers that are oh, involved, ex-husbands, and uh, men, men who fight for custody. That is not what child support is for. It is absolutely not. Now, in my opinion, if women put a man on child support that is that guy, he's a co-parent, an ex-husband, the relationship didn't work, but he still wants to be in the kid's life. He fought for custody. If they're on child support and they that woman puts that father on child support, she is declared war against that father. She's declared absolute war. It is a 100% vindictive step. Now, if the father does not want to be a part of the kid's life, not just for a couple of days or a month, he does not want to do anything with the kids, then that's a child support. That's a child support case. That's a, that's a clear child support case. But these hoes are using child support and they're double dipping, meaning that they want the father to be active somewhat and then the father to pay money through the government as the government six, their vicious, uh, their vicious uh, slave catchers on the father. <laughs> right? You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. So ladies, child support or father, choose one. As our man Christopher Fisk, uh, Christopher Smith from the League of Dad says, child support or father, choose one. You can't have child support and father. And I will tell you, child support and father does not count. You can, that, that's not an option. The workday show at the gym last night, I seen my ex-wife, but she didn't see me. She was working out with her ex-boyfriend. After my workout, I walked up and I said hi to make it awkward. Now she's trying to meet up with me. You know what time it is. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Last one, Obi Trice says, Coach, one of the reasons why men love cars so much, a car won't leave you, but you can leave in a car. Shout out to you, and men know that. All right, men know that. What are we doing here? Straggling Sniggle Theater? Let's kick it. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Strike on Snickle Theater. We got a great one. Oh, by the way, did we do our Friday flatback supreme of the week? Oh my, we didn't. God. We didn't. So let's do it right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Friday flatback, flatback Friday of the week, Livy Dunn. And here you go, right here for your view, viewing pleasures. Oh my god. All right, and uh, she won't be an Olympic gymnast, but she sure is flexible, and she definitely is a flat back. Oh, my God. All right, there you go. And, yes, very good, very good, young girl. Very, very good, young lady. All right, flat back Friday. We have Gordita Tuesday, flat back Friday. The sisters are like, can I get a day? Can we get a day? Scraggle Monday. What, what, what day you want, sisters? What day you want out here? All right, uh, what are we doing here? We're doing, we're doing, um, we're doing straggle and sniggle theater. Hey, straggle and sniggle theater for you every day. We have a woman who says, <laughs> who says she wants to go to these streets because you ninjas aren't giving them relationships. Let's go ahead and go to this right here. Uh, this is a Latina straggle. It looks like, and she says, I effing swear. What do you swear, lady? Fucking swear. If I'm not wifed up by the end of next year, oh, well, you lost me to the streets. That was an easy one. If I'm not wifed up by the end of the year, ho well, ho well, 
you lost me to the streets. In these streets? Well, I got something to tell you, young lady. You already in these streets. What do you mean we lost you to the streets? You're already a resident. You're already a resident. You damn near on the city council at this particular point, and I can tell. What are you talking about? Oh, well. Let's get into it. I fucking swear, if I'm not wifed up by the end of next year, oh, well, you lost me to the streets. I see those baby seats in the back seat. Did you see the car seats in the back seat? Tattoo sleeve. She she definitely pushing 40. She definitely pushing 40. You've been in these streets. In these streets. Are you threatening me? Are you threatening me with a good time? I mean, you could be usable. I got money. She certainly looks usable, and I like her little feminine, cute little voice. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, you're oh, well. I love it. She probably makes good bedroom noises. I think she makes good bedroom noises. Ouchie, ouchie. Yeah, I can hear that right there. All right, but oh, well. Yeah, I will be one of many. Here we go. I fucking swear, if I'm not wifed up by the end of next year, oh, well, you lost me to the streets. Threatening me with a good time here. Man, these girls are out here impatient. Is this an ultimatum? Which guy's going to take you off the streets? I'm just wondering. What guy? <laughs> all right what is going on man all right she got some she's definitely usable all right uh this one is a sniggle we got straggle sniggle theater here we got a sniggle sniggle up here this is how bird chested ninjas have been watching me this week all right there's been a lot of bird chested ninjas that have been invading my streams and this is how they watch my show let's take you to it uh right here Cape Canaveral area of Vero Beach will be getting in on the heavier rainfall and eventually I should can I am so sorry, Bill. Oh my God! This is what just happened. That thing was crawling on my leg. Oh God, if that, oh my God, Right at the wall for me. Oh. Yeah, Birdchester Ninja's been coming at me, man. That's how y'all watch my streams, ain't it? All right, y'all watch my stream like this. All right, man, y'all been acting, y'all been acting goofy, man. You ain't here with a real man around here. Stop acting, stop acting like you uh, watching somebody on Twitch. All right, ninjas watching me. Birdchester ninjas came over from Twitch to watch me. All right, let me give him and validate me. All right. And then they watching me like that. Shout out to that man, man. Hey, listen, I'm here to man y'all up. What about this woman right here? We have back the straggle. We <laughs> back the straggle. The straggle says she wants men to give him the game, but she doesn't know the game is to be sold, not told. And just because you gave me some punani, that's not payment. Here we go right here. She says, stop being self. Stop being self. I think she means stop being selfish and give me the game. We can ball together. <laughs> Life on easy mode. Let's see what she's talking about. I just want a man that can show me how to get the money. I swear I can do the rest. I don't want yours. I don't have to have yours. I want to make my own. Just show me. I haven't had a man be able to lead or show me 
how to get some. And some men don't want to show me because they feel like I'm going to surpass them. Bitch, stop being selfish and give me the game. Bruh. What in the hell wrong with these people, man? Who raising these people? Let's break this shit down. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. You want a man that's serious enough, that is secure enough so that if you use your abilities to become wealthy that he told you to do, he's just going to show you how to get the money, you're going to do the rest, and then He's going to be secure enough to have you pass him because you're so smart and you know how to do the rest. You want him to just show you the game. You just want him to show you how to get the money. Just show me how to get the money and leave me alone. And then I'm going to get it. And then I'm going to skedaddle on you because you're going to be so insecure. What in the hell is going who is teaching these people? Who's raising these people? These women obviously don't have fathers. What makes her think that this is a good idea? This is ultimately what I hear. They'll be like, hey, let's be a power couple. We'll spend all of your money. We'll use all of your money to pay the bills and have all the fun and go on vacations. Then I can save my money. They'll literally, they'll literally look you in the eye and tell you this. Then all the money I make, I save. Over here in my name, in my own accounts that you can't touch. And then we're a power couple. Makes sense. They'd be like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, it's, can you explain this shit again? Explain how this is a good deal for me. It, what do you mean it's a good deal for me? It's a good deal for us. Stop being self. Stop being self. <laughs> You're being self. We're obviously going to be balling. Meaning that we spend up all your money and I save all mine. And we'll be a power couple. You're like, this is the equivalent of that. Let's play it again so you ninjas hear it. So you don't get finessed by this shit. <laughs> Let's go with it. I just want a man that can show me how to get the money. I swear I can do the race. I, I often find it interesting that they always know how to become wealthy or they always know how to make you wealthy. They just don't know how to do it. Like they can do it. They can get the result. Hey, I'll make you wealthy. We'll be wealthy together. And I'll make you rich. Just be with me. I'll inspire you. I'll motivate you. That's what I bring. You'll be rich. I don't know how I'll do it. I couldn't do it on my own. I'm just going to find out how you do it. And I'm going to make sure you keep doing it. <laughs> and they be poor. Broke. They just say, hey, just tell me and I'll do it. Where is the money? Where the money at? Like, what is wrong with these people? These people are on, they're on easy mode. They're on recruit difficulty. They're on demo mode. <laughs> I don't want yours. I don't have to have yours. I want to make my own. <laughs> See, like, I want to make my own. Don't you understand? I want to make my own. I don't want your money. I'm not a gold digger. I don't want yours. We'll spend yours, but I don't want yours. I want my own. All you have to do is look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. 
And she goes, look in here, look. Look into my eyes. Now, tell me how to get mine. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What is wrong with these people, babe? Here we go. Just show me. I haven't had a man be able to lead or show me. I haven't had a look. Obviously, I haven't had a man to lead or show me where the hidden treasure is. Show me where the money is. Nobody's showing me. All they're showing me is tsunami. <laughs> I haven't had a man. Wait, how is that leading you when I'm just showing you? What are you talking about here? How to get some. And some men don't want to show me because they feel like I'm going to surpass them. How are you going to? Man, this woman is barely 22 years old. How in the hell are you going to find a millionaire who's worked his ass off? And then I show you and you're going to pass me up. How? How? <laughs> what is going on? And yes, you do hear some straggled, some uh, baby kids in the back. These people are lunatics. Guys, do not fall for this shit. And she's cute. You know what I mean? Like, she's a cute looking girl. She got that wig on. I'm not a big fan of wigs. All right. She's not ugly. She's probably ugly when she take that wig off. She uglier. She ain't bad, though. She's not bad. She's a good looking girl. And, and she already got a tattoo on her neck. She's already effed up. Who's whose daughter is this? Whose daughter is this? Mm. Whose daughter? <laughs> whose daughter screwed her life up already? She's already screwed. She probably has a body count over 50. And she has a neck tattoo already. She already got a kid. She's screwed. And she, man, mm. guys, there's no coming back from this. And she just wants to show me the money. Just show me, show me, show me. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> is it that hard? Yes, that's what she's saying. Is it that hard? Whose daughter is this? I guarantee you she's rebelled in the spirit of Jezebel way early in life. Bitch, stop being selfish and give me the game. Jesus. Black folks, this is what y'all do to y'all women. Black folks, I listen, I ain't taking, I'm blaming y'all. This is what y'all do to y'all women. Y'all will obviously waste a good piece of tail like this. Look at this good piece of calico y'all wasted. Got her out here speaking country, gold teeth in her mouth. All right, tattoo on her neck. This is what y'all do. This is what this is what tearing down the patriarchy does. Waste the talent. Waste a hot piece of ass. This is right here. I mean, this girl could have been anything. Y'all destroyed. Y'all let this girl destroy her. And y'all gave her all the weapons to let her shoot herself in the foot. Every damn weapon. She has used it and shot herself in the foot. And now she's waiting for somebody to give her the game. Absolutely disgraceful. Disgraceful. All right. Anyway, but look, it ain't my problem. She the government problem. And uh, I guess I'll have to write off some expenses to cover this. Absolutely crazy. All right. Let's get to this straggle over here. Apparently, there's no video, but I do have photo evidence. This straggle right here, this, I don't know, this Zerz them, they them, I can't tell. This is supposed to be a female stripper. They just call her a stripper, or they just call it a stripper. We don't know what it is, but I'm assuming it's a Zay Zem or a Zerze. But apparently, this Florida stripper hit with fraud charges for stealing $62,000 from a boozed-up customer after a lap dance. Oh, let me tell you. They made a movie about this, didn't they? With J-Lo and Cardi B. I can't tell you. I don't think that's a, that's not a her. That's not a she, her. 
Let me read the script here. Somebody says here, Hollywood Unlocked, this is a Miami, Florida stripper was hit with fraud charges for sending 62,000, sorry, from a boozed up customer after a lap dance. 34-year-old Yanelin, uh, Yen, Yanelin Rivera Bowser. Yeah, this a man. That's a man. There ain't no way that's a woman. It says, was one of several women who performed lap dances for an unnamed male patron inside the private VIP room at Playmates last Friday. Gentlemen, only do business in the strip club. Y'all don't need to go get your jerked off in the strip club. This is not even worth it. Uh, Miami-Dade police said the male victim was told that his dances and drinks were on the house. Of course they were, and several women gyrated on him and gave him back-to-back shots of tequila. What did I tell you about Miami? You're going to get poisoned if you don't know what you're doing. The man became so intoxicated that he couldn't even stand up while Rivera Bowsaw, Bowsaw, co-worker kept their marks attention with booty and booze and she worked on lifting his cell phone and wallet when the man was able to able to gain his balance to leave it was about 4 a.m that's when the pimp show up at the strip club soon after he realized he was without his phone and wallet forcing him to immediately check his account he learned that there were six unauthorized paypal withdrawals to the on to an unknown account along with several charges on his Wells Fargo Chase and American Express credit card. In total, damages in just a matter of hours accounted to $62,345. The victim then realized that Rivera Bosaw put her phone number into his cell phone so she could send send herself payments. And she was then arrested, charged, and found out and uh, hit with charge frauds using credit card for more than $100 in grand theft. She told detectives uh, that she initiated the transaction but insisted that the man authorized them himself. But that was the bunk when detectives found text messages she sent to her husband and friend. (laughs) No. Complaining about the victim canceling one of her past PayPal uh, transfers. Her phone also revealed she was selling illegal growth hormones and steroids at the club. So she faced narcotic charges too, man. Jesus. Yes. Her husband or is she the husband or he, or they, them, what an absolute mess guys. I don't like, I'm not a strip club type of guy. I mean, listen, if you want to take your friends and have fun and go get, don't go there alone and don't go there lonely. Don't go there to get a hand job and get gyrated on. I'm not a big fan of that. If you want to go have some fun and, and goof and giggle and sniggle, that's a whole other thing. And, and, and have the whole rubbing your leg while you talking to your homeboys. You know what I mean? Just rub my leg. Just sit right here, baby. Just sit right here. Just rub my leg. All right. Just and, and shut up too. I don't, I don't want to hear what you're talking about. All right. Do that. Do it that way. But don't go there lonely. Don't go there for SWS. Don't go there, there, because they're there to rob you. They're trained to rob you. Like, they're trained to just take money from you, extract it like an ATM. And they will get your ass drunk. Put it, Miami again. Miami again. Miami again, guys. Miami is not the place where you go and you're a normie and you drop in from Huntsville, Alabama, and like, I'm going to make Miami a cold-ass weekend. You can barely spend $600 on your airline. Ninja, you're going to get messed up out there. They will steal your kidney in Miami. They will steal your kidney. Don't go play games. Last part of straggling sniggle. Body count. A woman's body count in her 20s. This is going to be a parody. 
and it's about a minute and 45 seconds of video. This is by a YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is called Shannon Rice Lewis. I'm not sure if this is a, it, it says female bull. I think Shannon Rice is a woman. I'm assuming she's a woman and she might be, she might be a reading rainbow, lick them low lover. All right. So I'm assuming that the artist is this person. So let's take a look at a woman's body count in her 20s. Here we go. I'll slightly narrate it. It's at, at age 20, they're going through each year at age 21. And let me know if anyone disagrees with this. As she goes to college, of course, I'll turn the music down. By age 22, there's going to be some experimentation. Old men, young men. Uh, oh, reading Rainbow, it looks like. Okay, oh, yep, now we turn left. Lick a blow lover. Oh, she's going to UCLA too, of course. Okay, oh, we got a double orgies. Got a lazy. I look a little over. Okay, now we now we smoking weed. Okay, we got okay. All right, we got the born again Christian sugar daddy. All right, she going through her phase now. Spiritual recreation, recreation there. Uh, there we go right there. Uh, older men, sublime, younger. Okay, Chad, Pookie. There's no ninjas in here. You know, there's some ninjas in here. They forgot the ninjas. All right, and uh, there we go right there. All right, she's 26. Sorry, right, she don't already oh, 27 now. She's been ran through more time than the Holland Tunnel. And it happens pretty relatively fast. I mean, listen, Uncle Earl, there's, Earl, oh, there you go, Sugar Daddy. All right. Sugar Daddy definitely was there because rent was due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And 28 there. Okay, now she's all over the place. All right. Oh, she's in her thugging phase. Oh, right, yeah, we got a lot. Of, okay, there was the ninja right there. She definitely got thug life ninja in there. Oh, okay. The Raiders? Oh, not the Raiders. Oh, he came back for more. All right. Prisoners, thugs, pookies, Ray Ray. Not the police officer. Oh, no. Not the police officer. Uh, there's 29 and up. And oh, no, not that. Not the wedding day. And that's you. Oh, no. Not, she didn't dash you that guy, did she? And that's you. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. Dead bedroom. Can we have? Oh, now he got a bag. Oh, no, 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 no. She like this. She's like this. Oh, wait. Can we have some segs? I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Oh, no, man. Tell me it ain't so. Dude, is this true? Shout out to Shannon Rice Lewis. And go give um, him or her, Z or Zer, they, them. Go give them a like or subscribe. This video is three years old. Only has 10,000 views on it. And uh, someone shared that to us. Not the that's you. And that's you. Not the. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Is this true, ladies? Gentlemen, is this true, man? What a world we live in, and I think it's somewhat true. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, how many bodies was that? Anybody know? All right, it matters, it matters. All right, so what do we got here? Uh huh. All right, let me check all these cash app, PayPal, Venmo, and all of that. Thank you for the support all week long. All right. I, I'm working harder and harder to deliver in the best content here on YouTube, and the show is going to keep getting better. All right. And thanks to your support. All right. What do we got here? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Somebody says, I, it's, guys, I know it's true. And for not all women, no, not all, not all, but a lot. Actually, I showed you the statistics related to this, and it's more than you think. All right. Most people have more than you think, especially we're in the digital sexual revolution right now. Okay. 
So um, I only tell you, man, sometimes guys, they don't count if the man wore a condom. They don't count if it happened on the ocean or a, a marine area. It doesn't count if she was outside the area code. It doesn't count if she got paid for it. <laughs> it, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It only counts with the men she was in relationships for. It doesn't count when she was riding the carousel. It don't count. All right. It don't count at all. What do we got here? <laughs> yeah. We got, uh, let's see here. Oh, Shauna says, hey, teachers, leave them kids alone, she says. She says, leave them alone. Nope. If you guys understand, do you guys understand that um, subversion from within? If you look up, I know this is going deep down a rabbit hole, but teachers have I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole. We got a, low, a lot of low-frequency thinkers here. Um, teachers are already indoctrinated in the communist, socialist, Marxist ideology. So it's too late. They're already, they're already in too deep. Remember, remember uh, they learned from certain professors, right? Their college professors were in this ideology, and these people were trained and indoctrinated in this ideology for the last 40 to 70 years. It's too late. It's too late. So commies, it, it, this is a slow burn. This is a subversion from within tactic that has been used by communism for quite a long time. This is a, this is a war. It's a war without the blood. It's a war without the fight. And it's a war where then if you turn on them and you threaten them like, hey, stay away from our kids, then they play the victim. Here, I'm here to protect your kids. Therapists, the, look, the, the people who are a part of this, the therapists, the, like they corner these markets, people in education, early child development, all right, um, people that, uh, you know, uh, in the counseling, psychology, they they invade these spaces and then they get into the political arena. Um, there's other arenas where they get into where they basically have the, they've circled the wagons. They've circled the wagons. There's no out now. There's no out. They got into these professions and they're in deep. They got their claws in deep and they've changed the way things go. Now, if you come with, like, if you come on the attack to them, we're going to take you down and we're going to fight and protest and we're going to violate you and we're going to do. They won. They want, yeah, academia, social workers, social services, child support. They've already won the game. All they got to do now is just lead you slowly. This is called subversion from within. They just lead you slowly to where they want to go. Like they're so, they're so good at it. Guys, you guys got to understand this is a well-crafted, um, um, this is a well-crafted war. They're so good at it that when they do something, I'm, I'm going to try to come up with an example, but they'll, they'll do something to you. And then when you do it back to them, they say it don't count. I'll give you a, I'll give you a goofy example, right? So they'll be like, there's, I can identify as anything on their side. They'll be like, Hey, I identify as whatever I want. I'll identify as a man, a woman, a blah, blah, blah. Now, what you'll do is say, okay, if, if we're doing that, I'll identify as another race. I'll identify another age. And I'll say, you can't do that. Mm. <laughs> you'll be like, but they're clearly doing it. And then they'll play the victim and they'll call you, they'll call you names. And these names will sound the same. It'll be the same name, but they'll be across the, the country. I'm like, how do y'all know to call me the same name? Like when they protest, they say the same thing no matter where they are. Like they got it, dude. This is finely crafted. 
This is a finely crafted war and no amount of bullying, no amount of threatening, no amount of lawsuit. It's a very, <laughs> and some people don't realize that you're getting this type of, what I call indoctrination. You're getting this type of thing so that when you do it, they'll be like, oh, you're a cisgender uh, male oriented. They'll call you that and you'll be like, huh? <laughs> You're a Trumper. You're a Trumper, and you're they'll they'll call it to you, and you'll be like, "Oh, damn!" Like, boy, this is a training. And you got you guys also know don't know some of your heroes were also this is deep. This is too deep. So we'll get back to the normie shit in a minute. But some of your biggest heroes were also part of this. Well, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Some of your heroes are already indoctrinated in this, and I'll give you one more. You guys want one more piece? Yeah, you're a phobic. They'll give you that. Or you're a uh, misogynist. They'll give you that. He said they ain't ready. I I'm going to give y'all one more. I'm going to give y'all one more. Because they they'll tell you. They'll be like, he's a community organizer. He's a, they'll tell you what it is. <laughs> like, they'll tell you what I'm telling you. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a civil leader. He's a community organizer. Like, that's all. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um. You guys don't know that, um, like they they've done this in sports as well. So let me let me just can I clue y'all in? This is too deep. Let me know. Look, let me. This is too deep. I, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on because y'all not ready for this. Because it's gonna it's gonna sound like I'm an Uncle Tom. Then it's gonna sound like I'm an Uncle Tom. Are y'all ready? Let me just. I, I'll I'll make it like this. I'll just say it like this. Like the thing that are the, there's a there's something going on today that I'm going to relate and it's going to be the same people driving it. All right. Now, let, let me show you. Hold on for a second. I got a new, 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 new world order. When there's a there's a thing going on in sports, women's sports in particularly right now in women's sports, what's going on? It's pretty simple, right? There's a there's a push to push a certain transient transitioning people into women's sports right now if you think about it in the context of time today there are many people today who are against such things you're against it right so you're like this doesn't make sense it's weird it's unfair it's against our traditions and norms right you're against it now i want you to think 50 years ago, we had this. Can anybody tell me about 50 years ago? Is it 50? It's going to be more than this. I'm going to say it's 70 years ago. Did something else happen like this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let y'all think. I'm going to let y'all think. Give y'all a minute. Let it marinate. Yep. 42. 42. 42. 42. Just think 42, 42. Let's see if y'all get it. All right, I'll let y'all go. Okay, Jackie Robinson. All right, Jackie Robinson, 42, right? So Jackie Robinson was a black male and he they had the Negro Leagues, right? But he then got surplanted and put in to the Major League Baseball. Now, people had the, hold on a second, not this comparison again. See, see, low frequency. I want you to know. People had the exact same idea about Major League Baseball. They were like, nah, 
So some people are going to say that's different, but watch. Do you guys know who we're leading? There's a, well, there's a political party, and I'm going to stop it. There's a political party that somewhat exists today that led that charge. Does anybody know what party that was? I'm going to see if y'all know. No, there's a, no, it's a political party that led that charge. And it's not the Democrat, it's not the Republican. It's not the Democrat, and it's not the Republican. It's not the Democrats, and it's not the Republican. What party? See if y'all can get it. I, I saw one, people, one person got it. Yep, Justin Bonds got it. There was a guy previously got it. Look it up yourself. Look it up yourself. The party is the Communist Party. The earlier people who pushed for this was a party called the Communist Party. Look it up. But, <laughs> but if you don't know, you don't know. They'll even admit it. It's not hard to find out. They'll admit it. They'll admit it. You can find it in documentaries. You can find it in the books. And they were the ones that pushed this. And the reason why they pushed it was because they said, we want to see social change. Not because it was right. Not because it was wrong. But their whole purpose was to say they wanted to change the system. They wanted the bucket. They wanted to, you know, enrage people. They wanted to make people uncomfortable. They wanted to get that first. Now, what, what you'll know is this wasn't the first ask. It's never the first ask. It's the ask that gets the thing going. Now you got the thing going, and now you see down the line, then it's going to be something else. Title IX, women in sports, transgender in sports. You'll never know then. But anyway, listen. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Y'all too small for this. Y'all too small for this. And it's not that I don't support Jackie Robinson. It's I can have I can be on both sides, but I can also know and be aware. There's too much, man. Y'all not ready for this. Y'all not ready for me in this because I can really open up some shit for y'all. But anyway, I can open this shit up like crazy. This is way too deep. Way too deep for y'all. But anyway, <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. But anyway, let me see. I can crack this open. See, says some of us sinking. Yeah, man. New, 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 new world order. We'll get it going here. Uh, what do we got? Let me catch up on some super chats and get back to the normie shit. Are y'all ready? Let's get back to the normie shit. Some of y'all, y'all like, because you don't know what it means. Because then y'all going to be like, what? You don't support Jackie? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I like Jackie Robinson. I actually have his jersey. My 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 great grandfather played in the Negro Leagues. So I can, I can like the fact that he got there, but I'm going to tell you how he got there. <laughs> All right. And who did they challenge? They actually, if you go deep, they challenged three New York sports teams. They targeted those teams specifically. They didn't target the Milwaukee Braves. They didn't target. They didn't target the Cincinnati Reds. They targeted the three New York sports teams specifically. Anybody know those three team names? Why did they chant? Why did they target them? It was a crafted specific target that they targeted those three teams to do exactly that. And one team took the deal. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
Yep, they went to the media cities and they said, we're going to find, we're going to make, and they said they went to the Yankees first, then the Giants, then the Dodgers. All right, so they went to the Yankees. They wanted the Yankees to do it first because the Yankees were the bigger team and they challenged the Yankees and the Yankees said, no, 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 no. The Giants said, no, 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 no. The Dodgers said, no, 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 no. And then they finally said, yes, right? <laughs> anyway, let me get back here. But do your own research. Yan Yankees said, hell no. The Yankees said, hell to the no. And it took them years to do this, years. It didn't just happen overnight. The Dodgers didn't just say, hmm, we'll bring in Jackie Robinson. It took pressure, like news articles. Oh, I'll, I'll give you another one. Um, there's They also tried this again recently with a coach. If anybody knows, they just tried this recently with a, a with a coach. Anybody know that coach's name? They did the exact same strategy. Articles. This. They asked everybody about it. They got everybody press snippets. And they tried the exact same thing with the coach recently, and it didn't work. Anybody know what it is? Yep. Becky Hammond. So we're living it now. Remember, Becky Hammond is the same way they did the lead-in for Jackie Robinson and the opening up for the league. They tried to push. They pushed article. And then they got ninjas on social media. Yeah, she deserves it. They tried and tried and tried and tried. And eventually they couldn't get it because she sucked, she sucked as a coach. Like nobody, Greg, even Greg Popovich wouldn't ride for her. But she got interview and interview. And then when she interviewed for the Portland Trailblazers, she interviewed for the Portland Trailblazers job. She didn't get it. What happened? I'm, I'm letting y'all know what's up. What happened when Becky Hammond didn't get the Portland job? You gotta be got you gotta be you gotta start plugging in. If you don't want to plug in, I get it. What happened when Becky Hammonds didn't get the Portland job? What did the media do? What did the media do? They didn't cry sexism. No, what did what did they do? They didn't no, they did something very specific. I'm gonna see if y'all can figure it out. What they did was the guy who got the job, the guy who got the job, they immediately ran a smear campaign on that guy, which I think was uh, Chauncey Billups. I think it was Chauncey Billups. He got the job. I don't think he's the coach there anymore. I think Chauncey Billups got the job, and then they brought up his old rape alleg allegation. Right after, right after it, they brought up his old allegations. They was like, hey, Portland hired Billups, but he had this great allegation when he played for Detroit. I'm telling you, <laughs> you guys got to watch, man. You guys got to The media immediately brought it up, like immediately. As soon as they announced the hire, they came out with an article. So oh, they hired him and he did this. Man, y'all, y'all ninjas asleep. Y'all ninjas asleep. And eventually she had to relent and take the Las Vegas Aces job. And then they turned on her then. But anyway. Anyway, y'all, y'all some sleep ass ninjas, man. I tell you, man, this ain't this. Remember, remember this. The RP is not about women at all. When people talk about the RP, it's not about women. It's this never been. It's never been. This is bigger than this. So I always tell you, don't hate women. It, it, it's pointless. This is a way bigger picture, meaning that this, there's a cultural shift going on and women are just being used as a piece to make this shift. Because they're vulnerable, they're they're moldable, they're malleable, they're they're e they're easy to influence. 
They're easy to influence, so they can get a lot done through them. But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I know, right? Let's get back to the show. Man, I got to get to some Super Chats, man. I'm just giving y'all too much because it's too much. But uh, what do we got here? It's too much out here. Peruvian Heat, what's up, coaches? XX is getting flown out everywhere. When you go on IG and you see their posts in different countries, you know she didn't pay a single dollar. Another man did hit her with the rents due, of course. Your rents due, motherfucker. And then he says, Harem King says, for the submarine fund, help CGA go to the Titanic. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know if I want to go to Titanic, but they might send me down there. So if you see me on the ship and they're like, hey, a YouTuber named Coach Greg Adams wants to go down and see the Titanic, you know I'm not there by choice. They sent me down there. Twin Beat working out in Windsor. Is it Windsor Hills? This AM. Overheard a BW on the phone mentioned Coach Greg Adams. He says they're listening. Hit me up with the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Winder Hill? I'm not sure where that is. That sounds like it's in Michigan. You said I heard, overheard a BW on the phone mention my name. They watching. Dude, everybody, listen, everybody watches for me. And don't believe these YouTube numbers. Don't believe these YouTube numbers. Way more people are watching. Way more people are subscribed. Do not believe these YouTube numbers, but shout out to YouTube. Thank you. Pyro the fire starter says Hunter cracked out at the Juco, but Orange Man bad indeed. Oh, Windsor Hill. All right. Yeah, it's in LA. <laughs> All right. So he never heard of that shit. It's near Baldwin Hills, though. I see. Must be a smaller area in Baldwin Hills. Shout out to Los Angeles. Big Doe Butter says, um, these 304s are dangerous fellas. Don't think that won't happen to another man. And it, or he says, don't think what happens to another man won't happen to you. No one is exempt, and you need that warm embrace. To wrap you in, my warm embrace. Indeed. All right, last couple. Alimony says, uh, I'm sorry, Agent Machine says, Alimony used to be tax deductible until 2016. Yep. Last one, JC, I recommend everyone read Outwitting the Devil. It's about everything you just said about the school and the children, indeed. But, again, people are asleep at the wheel. And I recommended Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. It is available here free on YouTube. But go and buy the book if you want to. And when you do that, buy the Free Agent Lifestyle book. Let's get back into it. The world is getting sick and sicker out here. Watch yourselves, gentlemen and parents and fathers. Take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. According to the news media outlet, According to the news media outlet, you got to be on your you got to be on your grind here. Apparently, there's a place in is this Massachusetts where four kids aged five to ten were taken into care after being found at a drag party with a dead trans woman's body on the floor and drugs and sex toys scattered throughout Hoarder's home. That's a long ass. Okay. I'm going to just read it. Fire officials found four children jammed together in a cramped room surrounded by a fifth and a stench permeating the air. The children were reportedly behind a uh, being hid in a back room by men dressed in women's clothing who were uncooperative and denied having children inside. And then they said a transgender black woman was pronounced deleted at the scene. OK, according to police reports. Emergency services found the unidentified woman's body after an unconscious person report 
was made at 11 a.m. on a Saturday morning. They reported reportedly found six adults who appeared to be men dressed as women who were uncooperative and denied having children in the home. This isn't the people here. There's a video here. The children were found jammed together in a cramped room surrounded by a filth, filth and stench permeating the air, hidden by an adult man reportedly wearing a wig. All right, there's the apartment complex, guys. Right in plain sight. All right, so this is this is what I call in plain sight. Remember, we one of the things I tell you is, man, don't assume nothing's happening because you don't see it happening. Right? Don't assume everybody's current on their rent. Don't assume everybody's uh, comfortably a homeowner. Don't assume everybody's, you know, satisfied and com- just because you don't hear it. This is in plain sight. We opened the door. We saw four children and what I believe to be two adults in the back room. And it was really uh, it was really disturbing to him. All right. They just seemed scared. I mean, children five to ten. What are we doing here? What are we doing? There's the room there. Look, just an unassuming room there. Unassuming room. Who is this person? All right. Oh, this is a neighbor. Oh, my goodness. This is looking like Morticia Adams here. My Lord. Some of y'all ninjas was still hit. All right, buddy. Was there. They, they were hoarding a lot of uncleanliness in the apartment, a lot of sex, toys and drug paraphernalia, all paraphernalia all over the place. The children were immediately removed from the hazardous environment and transferred into the care of protective services where medical professions, professionals, assess their physical and mental condition. I'm sure they're mentally jacked up. I'm sure they're mentally jacked up. They're not known what currently caused the woman's death and so forth and so on and uh, blah, blah, blah. All right, there's a lot going on here. Now, what did the neighbors say? Neighbors said um, they were traumatized by the discovery. I mean, nobody mm. says right here, people pop the door to come in, people are hanging out and carrying on all hours of the night. These are people here, they felt unsafe. And all of this stuff. Oh, man, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Who is this person? All right. These people aren't the people involved. They're showing pictures of these are the politicians and the city councilmen and so forth and so on. But uh, the world is getting sick out here. It's getting really sick. And um, it's getting tougher because if these people are on these um, people who identify as something else, it's hard to come down on him. Right. Because you're like, oh, well, they remember pushing P because they'll be like, oh, it's part of the culture and. You know, don't don't criticize him because he's identified something else. Th- that's how they protect it. And then eventually they'll be like, you'll have to accept it. It's part of what we do. Guys, I've heard this debate before. I've heard this debate when they were talking about legalizing prostitution. And they were doing it through the rainbow community. That's how it got legalized. And that's how it got uh, uncriminalized for the women in um, San Francisco, New York, and Los Angeles. And it was because in a certain culture, particularly the rainbow culture or the alphabet culture, that's what they do. They have younger, older relationships. And sometimes these younger boys, younger men, whoever they are, they date older men. They go to the YMCA and the bathhouses and the, that's what they, and so that, that was the argument. And so when they relented on prosecuting, you can look this up. Even Kamala Harris talked about this. You can look this up. They're saying that because Prostitution is illegal. It unfairly criminalizes trans people. Look that shit up. Mm. Are y'all ready? Y'all sleeping, man. Y'all sleep. I'm. Well, y'all wait. Listen, y'all sleeping. Y'all ready for this? Y'all sleeping. <laughs> and then what it's going to do is women are going to run out there in these streets. Let me see here. Uh, straight up. Y'all straight up sleeping out here. Unfairly 
trans. Let me see here. Here it is right here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show y'all. And that's how they're going to legalize it. <laughs> that's how they're going to legalize it. So here it is right here. Transgender women unfairly targeted in prostitution sweeps. You see that? That's how they're going to legalize prostitution. Okay. It's going to be legalized almost. This is going to start on the edge states and then they slowly encroach in. Okay. Because what they're doing is they're like, hey, every time y'all have a sweep, we getting picked up in West Hollywood. Every time y'all do, and so it punishes them. And so they're, they're going to be like, okay, we relent. We won't punish anybody. Or they'll punish the Johns. They'll punish the solicitors, right? If they if they do a sweep, they'll, they won't punish the girls. Or they won't punish the, dude, y'all sleeping ninja. Y'all need to wake up. And I'm doing too much out here just to let y'all know. But what, what it eventually will lead to is they'll be like, well, we don't, we're not, don't worry. We're not going to mess with your kids. But take, check this out. Check this out. Y'all going to find out I'll be winning out here. Let's listen to this new story. Let's listen to this new story. And it's going to highlight two things that I've been talking about. Actually, three or four. Every story highlights at least three or four. Let's get to it right here. She was rescued from a Metro Atlanta motel where police said that she was bought and sold for sex. Tonight, nine men are heading to prison, including the alleged predator who sold her to dozens of buyers. His name, Stephen Stone. A judge sentenced a 31-year-old man from Lithonia to 25 years. All right, so this is a pimp. This is a street pimp. All right, so um, this is kind of what, you know, Andrew Tate, when you think about when they say he sex trafficked and whatnot, you guys got to understand that definition is severely vague. It's severely vague, and they can get anybody hung up on this in the future. If you flew a bitch out, they're going to get you hung up on that. In, the, in America, we call it the Man Act. So, um they can get you for this is a federal many times federal deal because you cross state lines. But let me let me tell you what. So I always tell you the pimping is dead. It doesn't mean it's dead, dead, that, that it's not happening. It also means that it's just going to get you easier to prosecute and they will get your ass thrown in the hole. One more thing. One more thing. I always told you pimping. Also, they do underage girls. That's kind of like their hallmark. It's hard for them to pimp 30-year-old women. So one of the hallmarks of these things, this is why I tell you to never to try to be a PIMP. One of the hallmarks of a PIP, PIMP is they target underage girls, right? They can, they're big money to them. So if you're out here saying I'm the big PIMP, the problem is you don't understand that underage girls is a part of that culture and you got to be careful what you're out here glamorizing. Let's continue. Let's continue here. There's more to the story. Only on 11 Alive, Cody Alcorn is speaking to the prosecutor leading the attorney general's human trafficking unit. Cody. Jennifer Ron, the survivor in this case, a 17-year-old girl found 792 miles away from her home in a motel room in College Park. As soon as she was rescued, this unit got to work trying to track down every man who victimized this teenager. All right, so here we go here. We're going to have the Johns. Get the Johns or the, I think, the people who trafficked the girl which is going to be tough, man. I'm telling you, what is trafficking? It's going to be tough for you to say, if somebody accuses you of it, how do you know you did it or didn't do it, right? You just got somebody that like, but but let's continue. Operation Not Forgotten. People would be shocked to know how many kids are missing 
all the time in the state of Georgia. Not prosecutor Hannah Palmquist. Chief of the Human Trafficking Unit of the Georgia Attorney General's Office. Palmquist and her unit team up with the U.S. Marshals Missing Child Unit in the annual operation. And it's in the course of that partnership that we located this missing child. Inside a motel room. Had been trafficked by multiple individuals, one after the other. At the travel lodge off I-75 in College Park. All right, so this is the whole thing. You know, this is why I tell you, man, if you're doing the JUCO, you got to do it a certain way. You guys got to know some of these JUCO girls are traffic women. Some of these, you know, so you you don't know. They won't say I got a pimp. They just say, oh, I'll come over and I'll meet you. I'll Uber over. They might be trafficked. So you guys got to make sure you don't do certain things. They might be trafficked and you don't know it and you might get hemmed up. Now, they're going to they're going to mention something that I always mention. Pay attention. Pay attention. They're going to mention something that I've always mentioned about people who are more likely to use these workers. Okay. Listen closely. We identified Stephen Stone as the person who was selling her. A 17-year-old labeled as a runaway from Missouri sold for sex to these men over the course of several weeks. And these predators are just the ones who got caught. Many more. Many more. We often see on these cases that a child is sold five to ten times in one day. Damn. To men who oftentimes go back to their families. A lot of our buyers are married. A lot of our buyers have children. Some buyers even have children around the same age as their victims. What did I tell you? What have I been telling you? I'm like, these guys, a lot of people will say, the guys watching Prawn, the guys supporting OnlyFans, the guys that be at the junior cup. The guys, what do I tell you? Married men. It's not the incels. It's not, well, they are doing that. It's not the ninjas that is playing video games in their mother's basement that are supporting OnlyFans girls. It's not the only, it's not the ninjas, the incels, the recessed chin, jaw, the uh, acne, pimple, pussy face, bird chested ninjas that are tricking on girls and paying for their rent. It is not. I've been telling y'all that, and people don't understand. And uh, it is married men, because many times the married men are without sex. And that's the loneliest place to be. So they then go out, and they do things. They trick. They, they pay girls' rents. They have to. That's the only way they can keep the girl. They only fans. They subscribe. They're their biggest marks. It's not a dude playing video game in sales. All right, it's not. And this is one thing I've been telling you, and people, it's not the, those married men be watching prawn like crazy. Married men, it's the married men that consume the most prawn. It's not the single lonely guys. So a lot of people will push that narrative in order to uh, push guilt on these guys and be like, you better marry or, or you're going to be single and lonely watching prawn. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is you heard it here first. It's the married men. Do single men couldn't support an industry like that. Not on their own. Single men cannot support industries like this. Same thing as strip clubs. Same thing as strip clubs. Go to strip clubs. Most of the dudes be married dudes. They don't. You guys don't figure this out. I want you guys to figure this out so you can actually have a logical thought instead of a thought that is parroted. By the masses. Well, it's the incels, then the simps. And no, it's not. It's the married men. It's the married men supporting this shit. Now, 
It is what it is. So, uh, hey, look, you can do what you want. Do simps and dudes that don't that that work as subway managers can't afford to uh, pay for OnlyFans models. They can't afford to give OnlyFans models big tips. It's like a 47-year-old dude, a, a 55-year-old dude, a 60-year-old dude. That, and he's married and got a family and girls and daughters and sons that they put through college. Those dudes can afford it and afford it with ease. Those are the dudes that are tricking, not simps that play video games and are incels. I, I'm guaranteeing you that is not the truth. That is not true. There's can't be any further than the truth. All right, but y'all can you can be sleep if you want. Be sleeping you if you want. The ever-changing game of marriage. Guys, this is for you right here. This is for you. Check this out. And that's you. <laughs> here we go right here. Would you and you guys can see how the society's being pushed and it's going to be pushed through women for sure. Sis, and this is a black woman site. What is the site called? Here it is right there. The Melanin Shade Room. <laughs> All right. Okay. The Melanin Shade Room. All right. Single notes, note, single lady notes. Apparently, she's going to ask. This is probably some organization. It's a black woman here. Sis, when you get married, um, I'm sorry to report, you're probably not getting married. All right. But that's neither here nor there. All right, you're going to be single for a long time, most of y'all, but go on. Sis, when you get married, will you A, change your last name to his name, B, hyphenate your last name, C, keep your last name? All right, so this is the lower, this is the lowest, the, the woman's asking this is a representative from the lowest marital class in America. <laughs> right, I'm just letting you know they're least likely to be wise, and even when they become wise, they're most likely to divorce. Listen, and it's because of shit like this. Now, this is the ever changing push to, um, you know, take down the patriarchy, if you will. I'm willing to look at some of these answers. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. But and what would you say? All right, what would you say? I cannot wait. Let's feature some of these answers here. All right, all right, hold on for a second. I, I, my computer's messed up. All right, so what do we got here? I hyphenated mine, not with the approval of hubby, but with love and respect. Uh, we love and respect one another, so the hyphen was a compromise to keep my name alone full stop. And she has the sniggle face emoji. Oh, boy. We have one, a man says, if you say C, you don't understand marriage. So if you say, keep your last name, you don't understand marriage. So that's a man. Uh, uh, somebody says, merge them, merge their names. And by the way, in many Latino cultures, they merge names. So you guys got to understand that. Uh, you'll see some, not all, some merge their name. So they'll have a hyphenated name. All right, so let's continue. This woman says, I don't, he said, I've been on the fence he wants me to, but, hey, I don't know. I keep asking, what do I have to do? All right. This one says hyphenated because dropping the name is hella paperwork is quite annoying. All right. Listen, if you hyphenate the name, you got to do the paperwork, too. This woman, Mrs. Misters, what? M-R-Z? I don't even know what that means. What is Mr. 
keep my last name or kept my last name for the first seven years of my marriage. Then I got pregnant. My husband said he's going to tell the kids I wasn't their mother unless I changed my last name. All right, continuing. I kept my last name. My husband and I agreed that Morgan Morrison had a special ring to it. We have another chunky black woman says I'm personally hyphenating and my kids will be hyphenated. Going down, I'm not his child or property. When my boyfriend got divorced and had his ex had wait and had her ex had her ex or his had her ex for her, her maiden name back. I knew I would never. I don't know what that means. What that mean? Anybody? All the humanity. What that mean? All right, here we go. She says, A, I see us being together through it all. Good, bad, ugly, and different. I truly know he's my person until death. So A is change your last name to his. This woman, keeping mine, why would I take on your slave master's last name? I got my own ancestral trauma to deal with. Here we go. See, my daughter will have my last name. His son, if he earned it, can have his name. My bloodline will survive in name too. <laughs> I got to ask, ladies, this is a simple one. I've already asked this stuff. Who, who is, where did you get your last name from? <laughs> All right. I'm asking. Who did you get? Who did you get your last name from? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Where who does your last name represent? Uh, a probably a man, like a father or your grandfather. It probably came from your grandfather. All right. Probably came from your grandfather, and that's how you kind of segmented off the family tree. Highly likely it's your grandfather's name or your father's name for sure. But that's not, you know, for black people, you can't really tell because many of the pregnancies are out of wedlock. So you just don't know. All right. But um, that's what I'm going to assume. So you're still keeping a man's name. But of course, it's your ancestral bloodline. All right. Uh, this woman says a green eyed witchy woman, green eyed witchy woman. Guys, man, let me tell y'all, man. Green-eyed witchy woman says, I kept my maiden and added his, and so I could be referred to as either my first and maiden name or my first and married name. Both are legal. <laughs> okay. See, mm. we mutually agreed on it because it was complicated to change it. I was willing to change it, but I'm glad I still have it. Here's another woman. Kept my last name. All right, so guys, here we go right here. Here we go. Right here. This is what we want now. And that's you. Marriage is a tradition. Marriage is a tradition. I don't care what people do. But you're going to be held to This is an example of you're held to a traditional standard. You actually agree to a traditional standard. And she does everything that is not traditional. It's mostly progressive. And guys, can it work? I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it can't work. But that's going to be why people are driven away from this or don't want to do it anymore. Now, the women can have their own opinion, but they can't control the men this way. Some men are going to be like, what is this? This is this is not going to be fair, and why would I have this representation of myself? I would. This is what I would like, and it's not about what you like. It's about what they want you to do, and if you're desperate enough, 
you'll get them to do it. Now, listen, if you guys are super duper progressive and don't believe that this is not good for the tradition of marriage in here and why men won't do it, that's your fight. But this is the current state, the ever-changing world of marriage. And a lot of guys, it, there's an end game to this. There's an end game to this. And the ultimate end game is you tear down any of the past legacy, past structure, past everything else, and it just promotes uh, division. It promotes the division, and it makes it less attractive for one side or the other. Let's just say the guy is very adamant about, hey, I want you to take my last name. No, no questions asked. Well, after she shames him and calls him all kinds of names and insecure and talks about what she wants to keep and preserve for hers, all right, then it basically is going to make it unattractive for either one of them. Well, I'm not going to do it if you're going to make me do all that, all that paperwork. And you, okay. Or the guy will say, hey, listen, I'm not going to do it if you don't do it. So it's going to, the end game ultimately is just going to keep everybody separated and then divide and conquer. Divide and conquer or on, on an issue like that. And of course, I find it interesting that the representation is almost always uh, progressive, black, more liberal leaning women. And I just want you to know, well, you know, listen, this is just going to be an opinion. These people can't see the repercussions of their decisions. Uh, they are obviously the ones who actually were in favor of pro, um, uh, prohibition of alcohol. They're probably anti-gun rights. And um, and they're probably doing like this where they actually their the decision actually caused this tradition to become less of an option for men, which tears down the family, divides and divides kids and so forth and so on, which then allows criminals or people like the pushing P organizations to run rampant. Right, because we prohibited alcohol largely through through the women vote. Right. That was one of the biggest women's vote. Uh, cast was the prohibition of alcohol that actually made the criminals run rampant in America and it turned over a lot of criminals and made people presidents politicians and so forth and in hindsight which was a moral decision end up being a dumbass decision a moral de this is an example of morality turning to stupidness right so if you make your decision and you think well this will be the moral thing to do and then it turns out to make criminals powerful um, it's a dumb decision if the morality is it, okay? Same thing as gun laws. Hey, if we just get rid of the gun law, I mean, if we just make gun laws stronger or get rid of the guns, everything will be solved. Well, you, that would actually empower the criminal. It could empower power the pop, politician before it does anything else. So morality, it would make sense. Yeah, just get the guns off the street. But the criminals, guns are not going off the streets. So it would only be a matter of 10 years before we realize that would have been the dumbest decision ever. To do it, I get why you're doing it. I get why you would want to make things safer and have a little bit more structure. But that moral decision would empower the criminal. It's obvious. It's super obvious, right? Everybody knows that. But these moral, dumb, liberal people. So then they do things like, I'll keep my last name and I won't do nothing. I'll be progressive. And he'll be traditional. Then the family erodes. Nobody volunteers for this idea. People choose not to do it. And then you have the erosion of the family which then the it, it's it's kind of you know this is why communities are very important and we lack them it's why leadership is very important this is why not leading with your feelings is very important because a lot of people just don't get it you're going to make your feelings argument and moral argument you lead with it 
And then it ends up being a dumb decision. Everybody sees it coming, but you. And you think, hey, I did the right thing. And then you did the wrong thing. <clears throat> then it's too late to go back. Let's get on with these damn super chats, man. It's crazy. But that was an opinion. That was an opinion. Uh, you don't have to agree with that opinion. Where are we at? Shout out to Weeland says uh, they be wanting it both ways, coach. And he says, no, nope. Toby, shout out to you, coach. You seen Dr. New Umar actually did a portion of this show on Dr. Umar. And I might put out clips. I've been put out clips lately, but I will. He says, pandering again to the BW by saying black men need to lead and uh, mentor young men. Black men need to lead and mentor young men. And he says they losing the stepdaddy war, so they got to repackage it as mentor. Yeah, no, no, no. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of mentoring single uh, parent children. I'm not into that. Now, ninjas, if y'all want to work at the boys and girls club and shit like that, y'all could do that. Uh, but it's not my job. Now, if I want to coach the basketball team because I have a passion for it, and your kid happens to be on my team, cool. But I'm not free mentoring uh, bad decision making as parents. That ain't my job. And no, it's not going to help. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, the single daddy, the, the stepdaddy war is being lost. There's too many guys that have opened up options. So I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Dr. Umar, um, he's been somewhat reprehensible for me for a long time but and despic despicable and an ultimate disgrace and uh, miscarriage of justice and uh, whatnot. I haven't liked many things that he talked about. I think he's a com he's a comedian in my in my mind. But he also trying to pander for the bucks. Okay. Oftentimes it is the men that they're trying to get back to actually uh, correct a lot of errors. Men, I think the best for, this is some patriarchy shit. Men's best leadership qualities is to prevent. Right. We were in the, now listen, men have done some dastardly things too. Some disgraceful and despicable things. Yes. And we're paying for the sins of our forefathers and our fathers. But men's job, men leading does not require fixing fuck-ups. <laughs> right? That's not leadership. So to tell me to lead to fix everybody's screw-up is not, no. I'm not volunteering for that. What I want is to protect and prevent. Preventative measures actually prevent the bullshit. And yes, I'm going to have to strangle somebody. I'm going to have to hold people accountable. I'm going to have to karate chop at Hong Kong Fooey and Ninja or a woman. I might have to listen. I might have to snatch some collars. I might have to bloody some noses. I might have to actually push some teeth back in the throats. Hey, that's just part and partial of leadership. And I might have those things done against me, right? But that's just what goes with the territory of prevention and protection. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> but making me fix the uh, jack ups. Oh, hell no. I'm not volunteering for that. I'm out, man. I'm out. <laughs> Speaking my mind says more than the 10 fingers out here. And he says, listen to the wall by Pink Floyd and listen to the message on it. Shout out to you. All right. And he also says communists use yellow journalism. Yeah. And uh, guys, guys, you. You know, these these journalists, uh, shout out to them. Have you noticed that they're they're always intending to get you hemmed up? Right. This is the problem with the, this kind of yellow journalism, if you will. All of these things were taught to you in political science school, uh, political science class, 
somewhere in the 80s and 90s before they switched up and now they are indoctrinated. Like they used to tell you what to look out for and now they don't anymore so you don't see it. Most journalists are out here trying to get y'all hemmed up. They're not like, hey, I'm a reporter on the scene. Tell me the story. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, man. And what did you see? Interesting. Nah, they're trying to get the story. They're trying to get the headline and the byline. They're trying to get you. They're trying to gaslight you. They're trying to get y'all leaning a political way. They're trying, they trying to make somebody look foolish and shit. Like, you can't believe nothing they're talking about. You know what I mean? They're trying to get you angry and, and buy newspapers and, and watch newscasts. Perfect example of this is the submarine story. <laughs> the submarine story. The submarine story is a perfect example. Bro, listen, at the end of the day, they had y'all for three and four days wondering about these ninjas sitting around like, damn. Yo, this crazy and shit. Damn. They running out of oxygen. They probably down there like... They probably wonder what's happening. They probably floating. They probably trying to text people. And then guess what? They had to come out. Well, we knew about it on Sunday. Mm. Now, these journalists knew about that shit on Sunday, too. They knew about it on Sunday, too. But they were given orders. <laughs> they were given orders. Don't tell nobody, Ninja. We need to sell some ads. We need to sell some ads. We need to keep some attention. We need to divert attention from. This is how it works. Shout out to Savagely Hustling says this calls subversion from within by making you accept one thing. You'll eventually destroy your society by accepting everything. Shout out to Yuri Bismanov. I, I know who he is. I can't pronounce his last name. But it's definitely a very, very clever tactic. And um, I always try to let you guys know you're always being subjected to this. It's called a drip campaign. <laughs> you're always being subjected to this and you're being subjected to this. Many times they might block one side of the argument and subject you to the other side. Um, they get you to volunteer for it by believing that it's free. Here's free television. And then you watch something and then commercial breaks or in the script, they're actually promoting something. And then you watch it over and over again. The music listen over and over again. Hey, I'll give you free Spotify. I'll give you, you get the, the 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 music genealogy, and then they'll lead you all the songs. Start <laughs> telling you a certain message. It's a it's a drip campaign, and the the benefit of a drip campaign is that you don't feel the drip. Mm. Now, if it was the other way around, like I do, I swing a bat at your head. <laughs> Thus, if it hits you, you feel it. Like, damn. That, that's kind of my tactic. It's less than a drip. It's actually swinging a hammer. It's actually flooding you with a, uh, it's, it's mostly like uh, flooding you with the uh, fire hydrant. And you can feel it every time you hit, you, 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 hit, you get hit when you come to my show. You're like, damn, you drowning. You, <laughs> right? you try to catch your breath. Well, what you'll do is, I don't like that shit. So I'll go to some shit that's less that. And it, they just drip, drip, <laughs> drip, drip. Drip, 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 and you just getting it. Just drip, drip, you just getting it. And you don't realize it. You're like, that was funny. I was watching Friends, and there was this time where, and you were just getting it. Drip. <laughs> All right, shout out to y'all. But it is what it is. 
Be Real Mahogany says, I believe the submarine story until I saw Anderson Cooper covering it. Hashtag distraction. Mm. I ain't ready for this. All right, where are we at here? JC says, uh, my four-foot Gordita requested you do Friday night shows. She's going to have to chip in, but stay tuned. Grant Cutler says, Coach, uh, can I get a prices wrong for the Wizards draft picks? Stop drafting foreigners. All right. Who did they draft? I don't even remember. All right, Roberto Moreno, I may be joining the Porsche Club soon, too. What's up for the weekend? Oh, we almost there. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Joshua nigga? Moon says, uh, Coach, give these ninja stepdads like Umar and the Yellow Submarine the Undertaker Bell. The Yellow Submarine. All right, shout out to Undark says, I'm Catholic. A church marriage requires pre-cana, which is includes a compatibility test. The priest can deny if un- incompatible. Not taking the last name is a major no-no. All right, shout out to you. So that's a traditional, although they do have their issues too, but they're trying to maintain that, keep that. So, so is divorce. The dictator says, forgive me, coach, gang, because I have simped. All of my sister's kids have our last name. I was too much of a gump to ask the baby daddy's last name. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's an example of, that's an example of, so um, that's an out of wedlock marriage. So out of wedlock marriage, the guy has less leverage to have the last name be of the father. And so what that woman will do, mostly the woman will, and mostly a young woman will take the name of their family. They won't give the baby daddy the, the child's name. And uh, one of the things that's going to happen. And when you do that is going to create confusion on both sides. This is why people want certain steps to be followed. You get married before you carry and blah, blah, blah. Because once your kids start going to school, and shit like that, it's going to be confusing. One, one person's going to have a different last name. As your kids become older, aware, they're going to be like, well, why is your last name different from that, my dad's last name or vice versa? Mom's last name is different, right? Your kids are going to go to school. And you ever see that? I've, I've been in education and coaching for a long time, and I will come across that quite often. People like, okay, uh, Tamika Jackson. And then that's the mom's last name. And then the dad's last name will be a different last name. And I'll be writing it on the paper. Okay, wait. So who's the dad? Confusion. Confusion. You'll be like, what the? What? No, hell. And then you just, what I assume is some, they're ignorant. (laughs) All right. So I just go to, okay, we got some ignorant people here. The ignorance are here. That's what I assume. I just say, okay, here, here here come the trailer park trash and the ignorance. All right, they couldn't get the shit together, and now they out here creating confusion. I don't give people credibility. I don't. I don't. Give them, <laughs> I don't give them. Be like, oh, maybe they did some progressive shit. I just say, oh, some ignorance is coming here. But that's just me. It's just me. Shout out to. Uh, let me do two more here. Let me do two more, and I'm gonna get on with the show. Shout out to uh, Mr. Dennis. They changed the national anthem around here at the schools. Hanging rainbow flags, but no national anthem. The first step of comedy is for you to lose cultural identity. That's got, listen, they're actually, if you look it up online, they have um this, these things are very much ironed out, but y'all normies don't read, neither do I. But um the communist manifesto is very specific as to what how to get these things done. It's I it's ironed out. If you look, you lose a cultural identity. Um Trying to think of a, I'm going to give you a certain example of that. I'm going to give you a certain example of that. Here we go. New, 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 new world order. Let me tell you, I'll tell you how they do it now. 
Because because if I use past, you'd be like, well, today. <laughs> today, yeah, new headphones bugging and scratching my ear. Corporations that we consider American are changing the direction of what they do. And they're doing stuff and they're, this is what I tell you, this is how the conservatives miss out on this because you might think I'm conservative, but I'm not. I'm more conservative than liberal, more libertarian. But the organization, the corporations that we think are American, like McDonald's and Target and Bud Light and Gillette and uh, North Face, like whatever it is, all of these are real American cultures. In fact, if you go back to most of their marketing, it has been American. I'm proud to be an American, right? Just go back to any 90s or 80s commercial. These people were pushing propaganda on the opposite side, like patriotism and whatnot. Now, what typically happens is once these people, these new influential, mostly uh, new, new people, they come in with new corporate ideas and new directions and new world order. New, 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 new world what they'll order. do is they'll make you pissed at this corporation. Now, what that does is it takes away the cultural identity of your country when you say boycott Gillette, boycott Target, boycott Bud Budweiser. Would sound like some German shit. And so, strategically, over time, everything that represented America, everything that represented your culture and your identity is crushed. <laughs> you just crushed. And then new people usurp them, which are people that weren't presently there. So those corporations become the dominant and then their direction, you go their way. So you, this is, again, remember, everything is long, the long game. I always tell you, have a long memory. This is long game. This isn't even, this is the tip of the iceberg. It's a strategy. So you basically go, Wham, you know, I hate Target and you'll stop going and then Target will go out of business and you're like the hell with them, <laughs> right? Good, they're losing. No, well, you're losing your cultural identity, right? Um, when, when Dodge went electrical vehicle on the Charger, okay, right? Mm. When Dodge was like, we're not going to sell any more gas. Oh, F Dodge, F this. And then you'll get rid of it, right? You'll say, forget them. You won't buy no more. They'll go away. And then it's eventually they'll hit all of them and then they'll get the new corporate. They'll get everything else in place. And we'll say, we'll direct you where we want you to go. So this is how I look at things. And you guys aren't, you know, so I don't really get gaslighted and gaslit and riled up and let's boycott this because I'm knowing like I'm going, it's only a matter of time before you'll have nothing. Right? They'll make you, they'll make you boycott till you got nothing left. So anyway, we got one more, and I'm going to get back to the show here because I'm, I'm speaking over y'all heads today. I know. No government name says, I'm a cracker, <laughs> and you're my favorite red pill content creator. And he also says, uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Do you know what I'm talking about? And he says, keep saving lives. Listen up, gentlemen. I'm 50, and the coach is spot on with the nature of these people. Okay. There's always human nature, man. We can always depend on human nature, but it is what it is. Let's get back. Are we at the main event? Yeah, we are. Main event time. Main event. All right, what do we got here? 
proof women live life on easy mode until everybody kind of knows there's a slow erosion into where some of the things that they want to do, it sounds nice on face value, and they'll do it, and they'll do it independent of you. Like that one lady that says, hey, um, show me the game. Show me how to get rich. Show me how to get to the bag. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it better than you. I'm not going to need you, but thanks for giving it to me for free. If it doesn't, if you don't do it, they basically say, you're not complying with me. You're not treating me fair. It's your fault, blah, blah, blah. So the end game is always going to be, hey, somebody else messed it up for me. Somebody else didn't give me. And they will require this of men. They will tell you to just give me while skirting or dodging some sort of responsibility or accountability for it. Let me give you some video examples of this. All right. I don't know these people, but I'm going to show you kind of the whimsical attitude of certain people and what they are requiring of you later or if they get in trouble. So this is a whimsical person. This is an impulsive person. All of these all of these qualities are weak, meaning that it requires emotion, no logic, no responsibility, no. So whimsical, uh, free spirit, uh, 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 what do you call it, impulsive, uh, spontaneous. These are all requirements. These are all things that people do when they say, I don't want to be responsible for nothing, but I do, I do need a benefit. So this is a woman named cash doll right which tells you something here okay i'm supposed to i got money cash doll all right and so she says i don't care about getting tickets it starts with shit like this this is what it starts like but here we go again i'm looking good i just can't god is good look even when you get a ticket when you look this good you don't care you don't care about this ticket you look good. It's time to be outside. Hey, man. All right. All right. All right. All right. So this is a life on easy mode. Uh, let's break down what you saw. I mean, this is a woman. She has nice wig done, makeup, filter, titties out, it looks like. And, hey, you don't care when you look good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I look good, and I don't care. So that's the idea of life on easy mode, easy street. And I'm not going to care about nothing because one thing and one thing is right. I look good. Some women will say, well, I'm a woman. Therefore, I should get right. You should give me because I am. I am table. I am. Give me, give me, give me. I'm a woman. You're right. And then an important thing happens. She's recording herself and she notices there's a ticket. <laughs> okay, here we go. There's a ticket. Oh, wow. And look. I've been held responsible for a decision that I made. I parked illegally or I parked too, yeah, I parked too long and I've been punished. Thus, they have got my vehicle registration and they have placed the ticket and I don't care about it. Who cares? Now, of course, she's saying that for the camera, but in general, people let these things happen in their lives. And when men, you do these things, eventually it's going to come back and bite you in the ass because you're going to care if you ever get your car with a boot on it you're gonna care if you get another ticket and pound your car and your car is towed and impounded you're gonna care when you have to pay your registration tags and then you have thousands of dollars worth of these tickets that you didn't care about and then these people tend to argue with these people they argue with these people or they try to find a man to pay for it but when they go to the dmv or they get their car impounded or the boot on it it's sexism racism 
some shit like that, right? Then they care. Yep, that driver's license gets suspended. Then they care. Oh, wait a minute, what? Why are you persecuting? Why are you doing me like that? And they'll argue. And they only look like a fool because people who want to hold people responsible will say, bitch, you got to pay. And then you will go back and find out they didn't care. All right, so um, one thing they'll do is try to get somebody else to pay for this or be responsible. They'll argue the ticket down. And this is why you have, and they'll get their way eventually. They'll get their way enough times until they don't. And then when they don't get their way, they'll kick, scry, scream, stomp their foot. All right, twerk. They'll cry. They'll sue. They'll, this is why society erodes slowly is because people don't want to be responsible or people want to take a shortcut. And this is life on easy mode. She, so she's choosing the easy mode. But easy mode is super stressful because it requires you to not take responsibility. And you're constantly trying to argue your way out of responsibility. And push the blame and shift it somewhere else. So women who blame their fathers, women who blame their husband or ex-husband, women that blame all of their previous ex-boyfriends, women that blame their bosses at work, their teachers, their counselors who led them astray, the police, they'll constantly shift that blame all the way down the road, kick the can, and they think that's the easy mode. And they'll get away with it until they don't, okay? Yeah, they'll blame everybody else, everybody else. All right, what do we got here? Um, this woman here, uh, go one's gonna talk about something I've been telling you. Uh, this is not just the class of people she works with. Listen to this, <laughs> okay? We're not gonna listen to the whole video. Here's a sister, you've been on, on my mind. What did she say? And I've been warning you because the behaviors you see uh, from people today are economically based behaviors meaning people made bad, bad, bad decision after a while, and then they want to bail out. And they'll say, white folks got bailed out. The government got bailed out. Well, you ain't getting bailed out. She says, nurses are broke. Go figure. All right, and if you if you took a look at the comment section, yes. The majority of them are like, yes, sis, yes. All right, let's get to it. Y'all get on in here because today we got a chat. Today, we will be talking about why are nurses broke? I will be discussing 11 of the top reasons that some, in a lot of cases, most nurses are broke, okay? Let me first start by saying. Stop right there. Let me stop you for a second. Thank you for letting me share this video, fair use. Guys, this isn't just nurses, okay? This is not just nurses. This is majority of corporate workers, now, I know there's some corporate workers that have a lot of financial responsibility, but people don't realize by design, wage, wage, slave, wait, not wage slavery. Wage earners can only keep up so much. Now, when you're doing a job that you think is full time and it is actually part time. Right. Then you're going to have a pay gap. You're going to have an inability to support yourself and so forth. In my opinion, Women hope a lot of jobs that are really part-time jobs, but they require some sort of full-time hours. So you'll be like, I work close to full-time hours and so forth and so on, but they choose to go in these directions and they want to be paid like full-time jobs and they want the benefits of full-time job. And people will organize full-time behavior and full-time income and benefits around these jobs. But these are part-time jobs. Nursing's a part-time job. How many hours, what kind of shifts do workers, uh, nurses work without the overtime? 
what is their classic setup? What is their classic setup? They have a certain phrase, but they'll say what their work hours are. Not count, not counting overtime. Twelves. Twelves. How many twelves do nurses typically work? How many twelve? We're gonna add the hours up. How many work? How many twelves do workers, uh, nurses work? Three. <laughs> All right. Three twelves. Three twelves. Sometimes four twelves. All right. But sometimes that requires overtime. They work three twelves. You will hear most nurses say, I got three twelves. Count the hours up. <laughs> Count them hours up. Now, here's the problem with this mindset. That, that's going to be less than 40. Sometimes it's four. But what will happen is they'll work Monday, Tuesday, be off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And they'll come back Saturday and Sunday or a variety of these things here. And what they're doing is very, very hard work. Very hard, very hard work. And they didn't tend to have to work overtime. And that takes them away from their family and reorganizes their schedule. It gets tough on them. I know a lot of nurses. I've dated. I've not dated. I've mated with a lot of nurses and whatnot. But 312 is under, is going to be under the 40-hour work week, which a nurse's job, forgive me for being traditional, a nurse's job is supplemental income job. We have nurses that work more, but many work, nurses don't work that many. A nurse's job is a supplemental income job in many cases. And if you want to become past the supplemental income job, you got to work overtime and four twelves and right. You're going to go, you're going to, she's going to add up quick. Okay. He says 80 hour work week, but paid for 48. And it depends on the degree because not everybody is an RN. We got a lot of levels here. It just depends. Again, we're not talking about all we're talking about in general. And this is what she's going to acknowledge. Then you'll have to spend for extra daycare, spend for this. But a nurse job, like a teaching job, is supplemental jobs. It's supplemental income. Now, they'll make it so that you can be full-time, but you're going to come up short. A teacher might only get 10 paychecks a year. I'm sorry, 10 monthly paychecks a year, not 12. If they choose 12, that means they get less. So the summers that they're off, they technically don't get paid. So they'll have to supplement and to get another job. In my opinion, these jobs were meant for people who were married. This is too much. But people who had to, that, that income was to supplement a husband or a wife's salary. I'm just being general here. This doesn't apply to everybody. But what you will find is these people will say, I'm strong and independent. I'm this and that. And they'll take a supplemental part-time job work full-time hours or excess of overtime, get nursing is grueling. Teaching is grueling. I don't think you're meant to do it 48 hours, 60 hours a week because your mental health is, you're exhausted. 12-hour shifts are exhausting. And doing this for 30 and 40 years is exhausting. But when people go, I'm strong and independent and I'm a nurse, I'm a teacher, and then they come up short, guess whose fault it is? And these fields are highly dominated by women. Now, this is just too much logic, too much logic and shit. But these people are going to come up short. And she's going to explain a little bit about that. And that's because we're taking supplemental income jobs, which was meant primarily for men or women who had spouses. But now we have independent single people and young people and young people that turn to OP. And they'll try to keep these jobs and make a full time. And the only way to survive is to do 
they're going to have to get a second job. This is typical of teachers. Teachers have to do what? Become coaches, uh, become chaperones at the prom. The, the, the prom. They'll have to uh, work at a summer camp or teach summer school in the summers. They'll end up doing a second job to supplement that income, and it's going to put you in a bind. This is just very general. General, Yeah, they'll have to date sugar daddies. They'll have to scrounge for extra cash. They'll have to start an OnlyFans. Let me continue. Let's let her talk. That this is a safe and non-judgmental space. This space is safe and non-judgmental. I'm with you. Today, I am going to be ringing the alarm. Yeah. Literally ringing the alarm on why nurses are broke. Okay. okay. I had the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of speaking to a subscriber from this channel. I don't know if I'm going to get through this. She emailed me. She shared some things in that email, honey, and we needed to chat. Okay. Yeah. She has given me permission to discuss okay. to thousand dollars keep ahead December 31st of 2022 she grossed one hundred and eighty two thousand dollars damn y'all heard me okay 182 she grossed one hundred and eighty two thousand dollars last year that's the amount of money that you make before deductions and before taxes I'm interested she killed the game last year you all well, what happened working agency and travel nursing she absolutely killed it however at the time of our discussion yeah which was june the third of this year june 3rd 2020 23 she shared that her bank account was 283 dollars and 59 cent in the negative yeah i don't know if i can go on too much with this video she's a good she's no no disrespect to her she talks a little slow and she's stretching this shit out. You can find all the video. I've often said not just because a person, particularly women, make a certain income doesn't mean they can manage money. Managing money and paying bills are two different things. And this is often quite the example of the typical American who earns a lot of money and still lives paycheck to paycheck. A lot of us do. It's part of the game. And we'll actually really make a lot of money and we will find ourselves in dire straits, mainly because we buy a house. Um, then we'll combine that with not have paying off your student loan debt. We're getting vehicle loans for eight years plus, and we're playing the finance game and leveraging personal debt. And you'll find that that could get out of control very fast if you're not managing money properly. You can pay the bills, but obviously she's barely able to do that. And interest and inflation will have an impact. And yeah, these people actually then have to work more overtime and then they'll request more overtime or they'll request that they make a certain amount of money equal to someone else because equality and or the last cog, they'll they'll sit at a job and ask for them to raise the pay because they might be a struggling single mother and then they're overpaid for the job. Knowing good and damn well, if they weren't a single mother and they were a guy and the guy asked, hey, I need to be making 80K here, he would get fired because they can find two people at 40K and get double the production. But because women say, hey, it's not my fault. My baby daddy ain't in my life and I got to juggle these daycare bills and my car breaking down and life on easy mode. Now, everybody else 
got to pay for her mistake. You see what I mean? Then they'll go discrimination. They'll go somewhere to blame somebody else. So this is life on easy mode. <laughs> this is the life on easy mode, and everybody got to pay. It makes everybody else struggle and, and, and uh, all that shit to make it work for her. Make it work for her when she was the she was the bad decision maker the entire time. She was the she made bad decision after bad decision. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt, single motherhood. She bought a house where she shouldn't have bought a house. She got a car, Nissan Altima payment, blah 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 blah. Single daddy, child support. She fought the daddy for custody, and then she got majority custody. But blah blah blah. He don't pay his child support on time. And she'll use the child support and supplement the income. This is disastrous. If people continue to think this way and think that this is fine, you can. You don't realize the world's burning behind you. And you also don't realize it's your fault. And then it becomes everybody else's problem to correct. Then Dr. Umar tells me to come correct this bullshit. Mm. When you made the choice and I'm absent of your choice, I'm not responsible for this shit, but it's life on easy mode. Even Dr. Umar leads you to slaughter. Here's another one here. It's another video. Uh, what do we got here? All right. Here's another example here. Why women give good, why they leave good relationships. All right. This is a young uh, Millie Mouth Latina muskrat. Right there where she is right here. Why did you leave your relationship? Why did you leave? I hear this commonly. But let's let's hear it. You leave a six year relationship. I left the six year relationship because after six years, I was tired of asking, take me on a date. Let's go out. I look pretty. Let's do something. This guy worked his the whole time we were together and it's fine. But like I work, too. I don't live to work. Why did you leave a six year relationship? I left the six year relationship because after six years, I was tired of asking, take me on a date. Let's go out. I look pretty. Let's do something. This guy worked his the whole time we were together and it's fine. But like I work too. I don't live to work. Why did <sighs> guys, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you guys, man, if you find a woman like that, you can't win. If you find a woman like that, leave her fast. <laughs> leave her fast. She is a cutie pie. She would be considered girl next door. I love girl next doors, right? She ain't getting paraded around the city. But it is what it is. I like the cute girl next door appeal. I don't like the heavy makeup bitches. All right. But um, here's the thing. She's penalizing this guy for working and supporting her. She's penalizing. And listen, everybody wants what they want from relationships. But can I be frank? Can I be honest with you? You're asking for a fairy tale. You're not asking for real life. We don't live in this world anymore, ladies and gentlemen. We don't live in this world. Now, there are some people that live in this world. But in general, the grant, the majority of the population don't live in a world where I could just work my nine to five and come here and be beholden to your lifestyle and entertain and tap dance and, and um, wine and dine whenever you want, as much as you want. How, how much? How many days? One, two, how many days you want of this? I do have to support myself and mostly support you. And I'm also giving you the game so you can actually make your mom money. Now, she has a job, but it's supplemental income. It's probably not the income they depend on the majority on. She probably taps in, but it's not the majority. So she works her little mindless, lemming, meaningless job 
that's going nowhere more than likely. She says, I bag groceries at uh at the Win Dixie. Okay. She's not more than 25 years old. She bagged groceries. She's a stock girl at Winn-Dixie. She stands around. She's a security officer where she stands and scrolls her phone. She's never, she's never going to, she's an administrative assistant. You can't tell me she's any better than that. And she brings on her check and she's like, hi, I'm home. He's probably under the stressor. And she also wants, what about me? We don't live that. We don't live there no more. We don't live in that world anymore where people can just be working and they coming home and taking care of everybody else's fantasy needs. So even when you were doing what you were supposed to do, chipping away, chipping away, she wants the opposite. Now here's where the life on easy mode is going to get hard. She's going to dump them that guy. Hey, I had to leave. She's going to take her hot dog and a stick job, her orange Julius job, her ticket taker at the movie theater job, her clerk job at the, at the Aldi. She's going to take that income, go find a guy who probably doesn't work as much. And they bought the struggle, <laughs> right? What if she doesn't go find a job? I mean, what if she doesn't find a guy with a job? What if she doesn't find a guy? I'm guaranteeing you she didn't win in this one. She's like, I just left him because he wasn't available. Did you find another guy that gave you a better deal that made as much money and worked less and paraded you around consistently? Are you going to be able to find that? The answer is no. You're not finding that. You're not, you're not going to do it. So she's going to lose long term. This is when you live life on easy mode. She traded that in, which was probably something another woman would have wanted. She traded that in simply because I'm not happy. And I guarantee you, <laughs> he won. She's going to lose. Her daddy going to have to supplement her income now if she doesn't find another man. Her dad, the government. All of us, the taxpayer, <laughs> we gonna have to we gonna have to now pay for that because she wanted some romance shit. <clears throat> this is life on easy mode. What what are we what are we doing out here? We're actually trying to have we're trying to have something that really really doesn't exist. All right, and she actually had a great deal and turned it in. I mean, listen, I don't know what was happening in the relationship. This is what she said, but she said the only thing that wasn't happening was he worked too much. You're never here. I'm not happy. <laughs> hey, these people are, well, they will kill your whole mode. All right. They, they will mess your whole thing up because they'll get you distracted and trying to entertain her when she's super duper replaceable. And, you know, she's actually torpedoing you. She doesn't have this responsibility. So she doesn't understand what it's like to be at gunpoint, what it's like to um, actually have things fall apart. Okay. By not paying the bills and coming up short. And if he doesn't pay the bills and comes up short, she's going to blame him for that. Ladies, I'm going to tell you something. You guys want something here? I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. This is a big secret. Are you ready for the secret, ladies? I know you're watching me. I know you're watching me. That lady at the gym was watching me today. Most of the things that you have in our world today are done by men that you don't even know about. You don't realize how much things men have done to give you the opportunity to do what you're doing today. You don't see it. Men don't brag about it. We do it. Like the military. Well, 6% of the women, what about the women in the military? 94% of the people in the military are men. The roads, ninjas, 
Y'all will drive past lanes and lanes of construction workers and still park your car and say you're equal in patriarchy while they're making the road smooth for your monkey ass. You take this for granted, but this is a luxury. The building you're sitting in with the, the electricity running, with the air conditioning blowing, with the internet working, primarily men are doing this shit. You take it for granted. And you still talk about patriarchy. The fact that the street lamps and lights are working on a constant. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you had coffee beans at Starbucks delivered and you had chicken delivered and they didn't run out of spicy chicken at Popeye's was probably a man making sure working like crazy to make sure that spicy chicken was stocked at every Popeye's and shit like this. Police officers, firefighters. The supply chain, delivery of your Amazon goods, packing of them, the labels right, the mailman, the mailwoman who made sure your mail got to the right box and not the wrong one. They're, they're, they're on point like 99.8% of the time. They got all the mail in the right place. The rig workers, the plumber. I mean, there's, there's a bunch. That's, that's just the start. That's just the start. And people don't really, really sit down and appreciate that this is happening. And many times this is your spouse or your boyfriend and you're, Telling this man, well, you need to take me out on a date. And this man comes home in stress. <laughs> it's like, yo, I, I'm making miracles work. We make miracles work. And namely, we make miracles work for women and children. And there's women that do this too. And shout out to the women who are in these industries. I'm not giving, I'm just saying the majority of these industries are men. They create, they, they create infrastructure, be able to maintain and build buildings and so forth. Yes, men are doing some crazy things, but men get up every day and their motivation is sometimes money. But their motivation is they see you sleeping. They see your child sleeping. They want to see their child or they want a girlfriend. They want to make sure that girlfriend's happy and you sleep in for another extra hour and a half while this man most likely gets up at 4.30 in the morning, drives in the dark to a place 30 miles away in an area he can't afford, and he lays roof. He paints drywall. He frames houses. All in the sun, baking, wearing jeans and fully long cover sleeves and combat boots. And you can see this. You can see it being done if you stop and look. If you stop and look, if you just took two seconds to look, this is happening, and it's happening in our background. It's like NPCs to us. We don't recognize it. We take it for granted. We assume that these are the losers, and this is the penalty that they pay for, the, for doing shit like this. We look at the IT guy and his recessed chin and his inability to grow a neck beard and his inability to support himself or find a woman to bang on for pleasure as a release, we look at that loser and we tell him, you are a damn loser, but make sure my Wi-Fi is working and my Bluetooth. You know what I mean? Truck drivers, men and women, majority men, 
We're they're a nuisance to us on the road. Ah, these damn truck drivers when they're making everything run smoothly. <laughs> Without them, we would be nothing. Without these nuisance trucks on the road, we would be absolute nothing as a country. And here we are complaining. Here we are. <laughs> well, he doesn't take me out on dates. This shit is out of control. And I just don't understand why mostly these women and young women don't get it. I wake up not for me, not for my selfish need. We don't consume because we're too busy at work. And yes, you have a job too. Congratulations. We already know it's a part-time job that they made a full-time job. It's almost somewhat supplemental to us. We have to do it. Thank you very much. Thank you for thank you for uh, checking me out of those grocery lines. Thanks for putting the shopping carts back. Thanks for bagging those groceries. Thanks for typing on that keyboard. We need you. We need everybody. But then to actually make the person feel less than for doing it and unappreciative, this is our problem. We don't actually appreciate people that are doing shit. And we want these women to want to live the life on easy mode, complaining the entire way. It's insane to me. This type of insanity, I don't understand. I don't understand it. Because these people, these people want to live fairy tales, right? Let's listen to it again. Listen to it again now with a keen eye and ear. Did you leave a six-year relationship? I left a six-year relationship because after six years, I was tired of asking, take me on a date. Let's go out. I look pretty. Let's do something. This guy worked his the whole time we were together, and it's fine. But, like, I work, too. I don't live to work. Why did you? I don't live to work because you don't have to. Because you don't have to. That's the problem. I don't live to work because you don't have to. You can opt out. You can work minimally. You can say, forget this job. You can actually do just enough. Can he do that? The answer is no. Nope. He cannot. He has to do it. He has no choice. If he does choose to do it, he's either going to be a pookie or a bum, and he's still going to get the same result. Society's going to treat him no better either way. Okay? These guys are out here saving humanity on a daily basis. I always tell people that. There's men out here saving us for some shit that we don't know about on a daily basis. Majority men that when it actually appears that something's wrong, your electricity goes out. You're like, what? what what's going on? It causes uh, chaos. It causes chaos. Your gas can. There's no gas at the gas station. What happened? What's going on? Then we feel the impact of the majority of men of what they're doing on a daily basis. They get up so you can go shopping. They get up so you can have makeup. They get up so you can look pretty on the internet. This is the wildest shit I've seen and heard. This is the most privileged society in the world, and we are out here still trying to feel, live a fairy tale. Fairy tales don't exist. I'm here to hit you over the head with it. Last video. Check this out. Life on easy mode. Let's see what's going on here. Here's a young woman from Miami. I just told you about Miami. Life on easy mode. Let's take a look at her monthly expenses. She's proud of it. Can you figure out what she does for a living? It's Miami. How much do I spend in a month living in Miami? Let's go. My apartment in Miami plus bills is $4,000. Food without eating out is about $2,000. 
My self-care routine every month, which includes a lot of things, is about 1600. Now the cleaning lady plus cleaning my clothes is about 300. My shopping every month is about 3000. Workouts are about 200. Out plus Uber is about a thousand. So I need to come up with $12,000 every month. Now, gentlemen, unfortunately, this is social media, and many women will see this and they'd be like, Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And that's you. Now, I'm saying she's spending $12,000 a month. I don't know if she's saving any money. I just don't know. I'm assuming she works as a sex worker. It's the only way she could happen here. She might be getting trafficked. I'm not sure, but she definitely has a hefty budget. I don't know what's going on here. Um, and she's making some very conscious decisions here that she must be aware. She running out of time to be able to do this and live this life. I'm assuming you better get married pretty soon. Uh, in another 10 years, you're not going to probably have the income to support this uh, doing the job that you do here. And this is the woman that's happening. So this is a normal, every average day. She's a foreigner, obviously. But some women live like this. They want to live like this. They, they look at this as a goal. Unfortunately, there's not many jobs that could support this that are honest, good living jobs. You're going to have to sell some Punani. Definitely going to have to sell some Punani or at least put some on the internet. <laughs> right Now, for me, yeah, you're going to have to get the doo-doo Dubai. I, I, I know for me that I can't afford this nor do I think she can give me anything that I would afford <laughs> to afford that. Like, what would she? She did have some nice feet. But other than that, yo, this is an average-looking woman to me. I, I'm not going to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it and maintain this. And sometimes they want someone to maintain this type of lifestyle. It's definitely life on easy mode. And when they're younger, they can do some sex work and uh, be able to get through it. But sometimes they don't save anything, right? They don't save anything. 99% of women on OnlyFans are barely making more than, you know, it's been reported, barely making more than $1,500 in a month, okay? And they would have to combine that by also having supplemental income to that income, which would be an honest job and or sugar daddy, all right? So I, I know OnlyFans girls that actually strip still. I know OnlyFans girls that actually have to have sugar daddies on slow months on OnlyFans. So they they don't just sit back. The majority of women don't just sit back, put out naked pictures, right? So they have to supplement it. And they normally supplement it by doing something relatable relate in relation to that type of field. Some of them are walking the streets. Yes. Instagram models are walking the streets. If you really want to know, you will find your favorite IG model in a strip club and walking the streets. Yeah, that, that's how it works. <laughs> but, or, you know, Andrew Tate got her to come to um Romania, allegedly, and she skedaddled. She's like, I'll do it on my own. But this is proof that this is uh, life on easy mode. And uh, they don't realize that this is going to, it could bite them in the butt coming back. On the back end, you run out of that money, you can't afford it. Then it's a scramble, finding a simp, a husband, finding somebody to marry. How come you guys don't want to marry? If you don't wife me up, I'll hold well. I'll end up back in these streets like the previous woman after doing this. Or the woman that had the high body count by 29. And then she'll marry somebody who she's really not in thrill, not thrilled about. And then she'll turn down sex and then it'll fall apart, right? 
But this is a man is a plan. And this is also leading to your daughters are going to make these decisions. Your girlfriends, your wives, your mothers, they end up doing this and they live on easy mode until until it doesn't work. And guess what? What happens then? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. You know what's happening next, ninjas. Ninjas don't want to marry. You don't economic. No, there's no economically attractive men. All right. I was with an abuser. I was with a no good dude. I left him because he worked too much. Ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, uh, current husband, ex-boy, my father, my lack of father, <laughs> my boss, my my job fired me, my co-workers, the bank, the police tickets. Um, I can't pay for my registration. Now, mm. then, and then. And it's all Jermaine Fong. It's always Jermaine Fong. My child support late. <laughs> then it goes to let's blame let's put the blame on who ninja me <laughs> it's crazy absolutely their mothers uh is going their therapist it is going to be somebody else's fault see the thing is these guys are saying women live life on easy mode what i know is yes that's true but they gonna end up screwing the pooch and it's going to be bad. Then they'll be on the news talking about they getting evicted. And social services ran out. Trump. Somebody else made this happen. Not them. And that's the sad part about easy mode is, yes, they're going to be living better and, and, and all of that. But after a while, when the shit starts running out, when they start getting cornered, when they paint themselves into the corner, Right. Everybody, anybody ever mopped the floor? Anybody ever mopped the floor? The first one or two times you mopped that floor, you mopped yourself into the corner and you went, damn. Okay. <laughs> you got the mop in the bucket and you start mopping. Then you backed your tail up against the wall and you were like, oh, shit. Now I got to walk through everything that I mopped. That's their lives. So it ain't easy mode. They end up messing us up and blaming it on us and <laughs> shit like that. Going for the fast money. All right. Somebody says my, my niece blame not getting her son's SS money or is it SSI or social security money uh, for not being able to come to my sister's aunt funeral. Yeah, man. Mm. Let's get to these super chats and all that. I'm going to get the PayPal cash apps and all that. So stay th thanks for the contribution. Uh, more content to come. And I'm developing a content strategy. I'm revamping things, reforming things uh, to go into the future, going to the summer. And unfortunately, y'all going to see me more than you see me now. Shout out to my man, Justin. He says, been watching a very long time, never donated, but no better time than now. Shout out to you. <laughs> I'm rich, All right. And uh, guys, if you find that, uh, uh, listen, 90% of women are going to do exactly this. If you hear a person, Blame somebody else for the reason they're in the position they're in. Run. They're not going to get any better. You're going to be the next person they blame. Run. If they blame Trump, Biden, if they, whoever, run from these people. These people are toxic as F. These people are, the, these are bad human beings. Run, run. Do not try to fix them. 
If they say their last boyfriend never took them out on dates, but then you taking them out on dates. If they say their last boyfriend used to beat them up, whip them into the road, give them the big brute, the damn Stone Cold Stunner, and the um the Doomsday device. <laughs> it used to beat them from limb to limb, wall to wall, from the window to the wall. Run. Run. My last boyfriend was toxic. He used to beat me up, suplex me, hit me with the hit me with the damn uh gourd buster and the slingshot suplex. And he was a piece of shit. And he didn't have no money. And he was verbally abusive. And he up, man, run. This person is a miserable person. Misery loves company. Shout out to Kevin says, Legacy Ninja's here. Legacy Ninja here, but my God, sons only. Oh, man. Having daughters is a tough thing, man. Having daughters is a tough thing. All right, shout out to Deshaun Rose says, it's the weekend, coach. He says, I got bail money and the Juco money ready to go. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It's a tough, tough, cruel, cruel world. It's a cruel... Crucible, uh, but you'll learn. Most of the men, most of the men, y'all hard-headed and stupid. So let's just get it straight. The reason why people keep doing this is men don't listen to elders no more, uh, and you black men always calling black men old. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. All right, uh, and then when a black man, an elder black man, an old black man speaks up, you think it ain't gonna happen to you? Hey guys, you think it ain't gonna happen to you? Women have perfected the strategy of listening to other women. Men, on the other hand, they perfected the strategy of I'm going to do better than this ninja. Okay. That shit ain't going to happen to me. And you're going to come up with a reason why. Well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to run that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to hold that. And I'm going to, okay. And then end up getting your ass and your head chopped off. All right. Shout out to Van says in Jamaica, the American nasty culture has seeped into the schools here. I've heard girls on girls. Have become popular trend for a couple of years now. And it's normal girls for normal for young girls to be rainbow to the point where if they're not rainbow, they're the odd ones out. I even read an article where women were taking away the thug women in the community and it caused a lot of problems to where the police got involved. We're done, coach Gen Z, Gen Alpha, millennials, done. He says, Why so many gumps get married again? Men think it ain't going to happen to them, all right? And they'll be like, well, that happened to you. It ain't going to happen to me. Not my girl, my girl. Hey, all marriages started off with, damn, we're in love. <laughs> Are we in love? God dang. Now, what most people think is if they hear a person said their, their marriage failed, you know what happens? Well, you were never in love, <laughs> right? You were never in love, so obviously. So they'll just go to that as a cop, cop out. Now. Could be true, but you're going to find out that shit happening to you too, bro. <laughs> it's not that you're in love more than the other one. Our love is like, so my, our love coach is like no other love. It's the toughest love. We ride or die. <laughs> our love is tremendous. It's spect spectacular. It's splendiferous. She different. Okay. All right, shout out to Kaylin says, if a woman has to question whether or not to take your last name, you shouldn't marry her. You can still remove yourself as a man from her while you're engaged. Yes. And if you get a feeling in your stomach, guys, uh, don't go through with it. I'm just telling you as a piece of advice. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
Kaylin says the best leadership quality a man can have is to not be afraid to say no. He'll get criticized mercilessly, mercilessly, mercilessly or mercifully, mercifully. But nine times out of 10, he'll be more right than wrong. Exactly. I mean, um, I hold the line quite a bit. All right. I'm unmoved. I'm non-manipulatable. All right. If you will. It's tough to manipulate me. I'd rather you call me names than I live in regret. I'd rather you call me names than to live in regret. Because I know what I want to do. And if you call, if if what I have to do, what if if I if if what I have to do is is um done, so you don't call me names, I know good and damn well I don't want to do it. I'd rather you call me names. This is why when people call me names, I actually adopt the name. Have you noticed that? Like shuffling, you ninja, you shuffling Uncle Tom. Then I was like, oh really? Yep, I am a shuffling Uncle Tom. Yep. I actually go, yep, that's what I am. People said, somebody said, CGA's doom and gloom. What do I do? Doom and gloom report. Doom and gloom CGA. I actually adopt it and make it work for me. What did I say? What did they say? Oh, CGA's a grifter. And I go, oh, really? A moment to grift from Coach Greg Adams. <laughs> All right. I just make it a part of the show. Whatever you call it. Milk dud, ugly, old, but I just make it, I just make it a part of my show. I said, okay, yep. Because if all you have is a name, that's a win. <laughs> that's I just make it part of the show. I go, yeah, okay. Yep, that's me. So think of that. Think of that, guys. Names, if names move you and you recreate your your behavior because somebody called you a name. I'm like, damn, they ain't got nothing else. So then I adopted. That's what I am. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, shout out to you. Shout out to Anthony says, coach. She said, if I had nuts on the wall, would they be walnuts? Oh, I know where you're going. He says, I said, hell yeah. She said, baby, if I had uh man, I'm going to have to read all this shit. Everybody knows this story. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm skipping that. I ain't about to read all that. That's too tough. But I know the story. Where are we at? Uh, what do we got here? Das Token. He says beauty is a short lived. Beauty is short lived. Is a what do you say? Beauty is a short lived tyranny. Oh my lord. Beauty is a short lived tyranny. It is. Beauty is short lived, guys, and beauty is skin deep. Beauty is only skin deep. Wait, beauty is skin deep, but uh, uh, no, no, no. What is it? I can't even say it now. But ugly is to the bone, or something like that. Guys, never trade in your life for a beautiful woman. Never trade in your life for a beautiful woman, guys. This shit seems like a good idea. It's a dumbass idea. Newski says crazy. Uh, crazy women do not sit back for five minutes and realize. Who really makes the world go round? They think we do them favors. I'm a man. I know without men, we would have nothing without these blue collar men. 100%. 100%. 100%, man. What are we doing here? Oh, we're almost there. We're almost there. We got one, two, three, four. Then I'm going to head over to the other ones. Uh, we got Caitlin says uh, men even created Instagram and TikTok. And what do women use it for to gain useless attention and gratification for nothing? Well, it's not for nothing. It's for something. 
And I admire the woman strategy of today. I really admire it. I think they're grasping at straws now. I think they're desperate. I don't think. I know they're desperate at this point. They're desperate. They're, the, most women are desperation. Now, they're going to say they live in their best lives for moments, yes. They're going to say uh, that, um, that, that the single life is good for them, and yeah, they, they get to do what they want. They don't have, what they don't have is someone controlling them, and that's important to women. That is important. No one's controlling them, but they'll live in a goddamn cave and be saying they're winning as long as someone's not controlling them. All right, so we have to understand. And anybody that ha does anyone else have women in their lives where that woman is dependent on them, like a wife, a girlfriend, a um, a daughter, a sister, a mother. Anybody have these women in their lives? If you do, you're gonna know. You're gonna know what I'm about to tell you. You're gonna know. It's gonna be. You're gonna know what I'm about to tell you is true. To everybody else, they're happy, joyous, mentally strong, confident, living their best life. They're 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 like they're you know admirable, <laughs> strong, independent. To everybody else, now, if you have any level of support to give this woman, what are you gonna? What does the person know? What do you know? She unhappy, miserable, complains, struggling. Car, you know, they had a repair go wrong. They shuffling, shipless. They don't know. They broke. They, <laughs> you know, they about to get evicted or they got something went wrong. They car broke down. You, you know, the real. They depending on your child support. They behind a month and a half on rent. They can't buy groceries. They ask you for a couple hundred dollars. Like they choose the struggle. Check engine light came on. Like they call you, ah, uh, you know. But to everybody else, they freaking killing the game. They crying. They in therapy. They they they, they take an antidepressants. Like you know the truth. They behind on you behind on child support. They trying to take a ninja in. They at social services. They on section eight. They get an EBT on the side. <laughs> but every, yeah, smoke alarm beeping. Car eat car below to eat. See you know. So I never believe oh, I'm living my best life and I'm happy. I'll be like yeah yeah yeah. I bet you some. I bet you. I bet you if your baby daddy didn't pay you child support this month, Ninja, you're going you gonna to go ape shit by the first. Ape shit. Your rent's due, motherfucker. If they came back with them student loans, you, you, you gone. <laughs> if they came back and put those student loans back up on there and they start tacking up late penalties and interest, you also know these people also their their bank account got um uh, a negative this overdraft their bank account is overdraft so watch this they'll be like hey um you think you can uh i can borrow two hundred dollars i'll get it back to you first of all they ain't fifty dollars two hundred you'll be like all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna zell it to you i'm gonna cash app it to you no 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 do you have it in the cash they won't take a zell a cash app or a paypal 
or an Apple Pay. Why? Why won't they take it? Because <laughs> soon as that shit hit their bank account, they ain't got it. They ain't got the cash. It's just going to the overdraft. They just, they can't, it's just going to the overdraft. So I'd be like, hey, no, 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 no. Do you actually have a, like a couple 20s and a 10? It's going to the overdraft. So they're under, they're like, uh, they're behind overdraft $225. And when you cash tap them 75 bucks, they just going to be overdraft 150. Mm. <laughs> right, dude. I have, man, I see this shit all the time. And any woman under 30, this is every woman under 30. This is damn near every woman under 30. Like, this is their life, bro. But to, to the world, to the world, they're brave, strong. And I'll be sitting there, man. These people fronting, <laughs> like super fronting. Shout out to Das talking. The frustration today is that these regular looking girls want everything but offer nothing. What This is called, guys, remember, this is called desperation. It's only because they're desperate. They need a bailout. It's not because they want something for nothing. It's because they have no other choice. They have no other choice. They can't sit and build with someone. They can't be with someone with potential. This is in general. They can't. They don't have the time anymore. They don't have the time to wait five and six years like that woman. She looks like she's 24. And she was, I was with him for six years. Okay, baby. Ride that shit out. Because the, now you're getting out here. Now you're going to be desperate. Now I need an economically attractive man. When, when that came out, economically attractive man should have hinted to you that they're desperate. They're in desperate financial dire straits. Okay. They need ninjas to fix their shit. Dr. Umar's telling you, these women have made bad choices. Y'all need to come in to fix it. It wasn't that men didn't make enough money. It's that they didn't make enough money to bail them out. Guys, realize what you're, yeah, they're looking for a retirement plan. Guys, it's never about Men need to stop taking women personally and seriously. I'm trying to help you ladies. I'm trying to help you ladies with this shit. Men need to stop taking women personally and seriously. What they do to you is meant because they needed to survive. So if they jacked you, if they if they sold you some punani and they asked you for an extra tip, if they got mad at you, it's not you. It's not you. It's their shit and their 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 the walls are closing in on them. They're feeling some pressure from somewhere. So they need a bailout. And then they will do stuff. to. They don't give a shit. They don't. They don't care about you. It's, it's business. You're in love. They're in business. You want to love them and you want them to love you. They're in business. So they need, they, 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 they need to be <laughs> never personal with them. It's all, that's why I say it's always business, never personal with women. It had to take me a while to get here. But it's all business with me and them. Let's get down to business. Stuff is crumbling around them, man. Stuff is crumbling around them. <laughs> what it is. And you will see it every day. Where are we at? Who is this? Triggerverse? Men? He says men are like CGI in movies when CGI is good. Most people don't notice or appreciate the work required to make that CGI good, look good. But when it is bad, everyone pays attention. Being a man is a thankless job. And yet, we still find a reason to come up and get up every day. He says, 
Keep being absolutely badass out there, man. Yep, being badass. But the biggest thing you guys can do, and we're wrapping it up, is when people don't appreciate you, men, take notes. When people don't appreciate you because they don't really realize what you do, just walk away. Remove yourself. I don't care who these people are, family members, children, um, you know, adult children or even rebellious kids, uh, your mother, your wife, uh, your family members, your girlfriend. When they when they don't, if they get to the point and they will, where they don't appreciate what you do, what you do is just remove all of you, remove all of you, take everything away. Take everything away. Don't don't try to say, OK, what can I do now? Take everything away. And then they're going to realize you, they'll have to admit that they need you. And most of the time they want. So they'll find other ways to get around that need for you. Suing you, child support, uh, dirtying your name up. What that really is, is you're not financing them anymore. Okay. But it really is that they're just mad. They can't get, and they'll find a way to get at your pockets. All right. Uh, they'll have false claims about you. Women will have false claims about you on the internet, you know, that they can't prove false allegations. Uh, this is this is their this is their way of saying I still need you, but I'm gonna just stick it to you, but not admit that I need you. Right? This is all it is. They'll extort you. They'll they, yeah, they they need you, <laughs> right? But they're too damn uh, stubborn to say it. They're too. Too stubborn to say, look, man, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, all right. You know what? You proved your point. You walked away, and I fucking crumbled. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, you proved your point. Yes, I need you. So uh, <clears throat> what do you say? They'll never do it. They got too much stubbornness and pride. They can't, That pride, that pride, they can't do it. It ain't in them. They will never humble themselves in the sight of CGA. They'll never do it. So they'll stick it to you. <laughs> That's what they'll do. Mm. Right? That pride. They'll just, I'll just stick it to you then. I don't need that son of a bitch, and then they'll be sticking you the whole time. <laughs> Hold up. Speaking of sticking you. Now I got to cut you. What I do is say, kiss the ring. Bow down. Get on them knees. All right? Unzip them pants. You know what I mean? Hey. I'm going to take it out on your hide or crawl big. All right. At some particular point or freeze, freeze, whatever it is you want. All right. Get, get yourself on fire. Whatever you want to do. Mm. I'm cold out here. I got the I got the cold heart of a pimp out here. It's an evil world we live in. Hey, I'm cold out here in these streets. You going to bow down. <laughs> you go bow down, bro. You going to bow down. But anyway, and if you don't bow down, I'm going to bankrupt you before it make you bow down to somebody. You might not bow down to me, but you're going to bow down to somebody. <laughs> All right. Yep. Stop, drop, and roll. All right. Get that throat ready. Lubricate that throat. Whatever you got to do. Put some chat, stip, lip, glop on your lip. Whatever you got to do. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure you bow down to somebody. I'm going to put a stranglehold on that. <laughs> They don't have it in them, man, but you got to make them pay. That's the only way they learn, and they barely learn from that because somebody going to bail them out. Where we at? Shout out to Deadly Edley says, if you must debate a woman, make it a rule of no using exceptions to the rule or no deflecting or no uno reverse cards. How about don't debate women? 
All right. I have no sense of trying to debate them at all. It gives me no, it's a no win. It's a no win. Um, especially these men too. There's some uh, bird chested men out here the same way. Gabriel says no faith in humanity this summer. Yeah. We got, uh, where are we at here? I got so many, man. I got so many. I got to get through these brothers here. Java says I work at a body shop and the majority don't have AC. The majority don't have AC. It gets very hot during the, hot during the summer. And I've had girlfriends complain that I don't want to go out usually somewhere that is AC and hot coach Stradamus. Okay. That is outside and hot, right? Hold on for a second. It gets very hot. Who don't have AC? You work in a body shop and the majority don't have, I think it says don't. So the girlfriends complain that I don't want to go out and usually is somewhere in hot. Shout out to you. JC says, is it really any hope for us men with daughters today? How long of a show do we have? <laughs> okay. Man, I, that's, that's going to be a long show. That's a long answer. Long answer. But um, if you sent your daughter to public school, you already screwed. You is actually giving yourself less hope. All right. Um, if you are split from your baby mama, you have less hope. Um, if um, you, in fact, um, have turned them over to any of these communist liberal teachers or therapists, you, you got less hope. If um, you know what I mean, it's going to be tougher for you. It's a tough road. If they have social media, your hope is going down. Um, <laughs> it's like. You know, I always tell the story. I don't want to go on too long today. I always tell the story of the Nigerian father. My daughter was at a tennis tournament tournament. I think they were Nigerian. They were certainly African. So I don't want to discredit their nationality. But I tell you, man, the difference between how American daughters talk to their fathers and how I saw foreign daughters talk to their fathers for whatever reason or another, American people have it bad. We got it bad. Our kids don't have any respect for us in comparison to other nationalities it's not even close they were not black americans the way that daughter and listen people are going to say well she probably was being abused they're going to always use the abuse abuse excuse they're always going to use the abuse excuse i think it's tragic what we've done because it actually weakens fathers it actually gives people an out but this woman was like yes father thank you father okay the father <laughs> like the father was the source of strength and stability, and there was respect shown. It doesn't happen like that for most American men. It does not happen. That shit is out of control now. It's out of control. And mothers typically are breaking up the homes by filing for divorce and shit, and so they'll use the daughter. The daughter is the weakest link in to be able to fracture the relationship before the father, and uh, what they'll do is and we've all experienced this. What they'll do is to say the father is holding the daughter accountable or abusing her, and I'm going to protect her from it. Any woman that has said she's going to protect their children from fathers are the biggest culprits of the bullshit going on out here right now with these children. So when Chicago starts shooting up everybody, and it's the young men, they're like, what we need to do? We need the, the violence to stop. We need to, you go back. I guarantee you all them women 
took kids from daddies. Majority. So-called protecting the child against the father. And ultimately, here comes shoot them up, shoot them up, y'all, yeah. And y'all wanted to be fixed. <laughs> it's too late. Stop the violence. Ninja, I've been hearing that since 1982. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, anyway. Shout out to uh, JC says my daughter's graduates on the 29th. Oh, hold on for a second. I skipped Roberto Moreno. Hispanics are now the largest demographic in Texas, according to new data from the Census Bureau. 12 million Hispanic residents versus 11.9 million whites. Hispanics are causing panic. CGA warned us. Shout out to the GOAT. Shout out to Roberto Moreno. Indeed. Hispanics are taking over America. That's the, they're Hispanics, Latinos, Chicanos, whatever you want to call them. Latina X, right? They're the new Americans. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're going to um overpopulate and outproduce. And man, I said this. I said this was coming. I said one of the five things that's gonna course correct America. Uh massive immigration, mass immigration. Okay. And not only that, they're they're gonna they're gonna out procreate us, they're gonna outwork us. And they're not going to give a shit about what we previously done, right? They're not going to give a shit about the Native Americans, the blacks in slavery. They're not going to think about the the white, uh, um, the the white conservative majority. They're not giving a shit about none of that at all. And Cody Draper says men don't owe women anything. Men don't owe women anything. Is that a question? The only thing men owe women to. They must be in relation to that, that man. Meaning a daughter and or a legal spouse. Possibly a sister. And an elderly mother. <laughs> right. That's it. That's all. Now, if all of us did that, the community would stabilize just like that. The community was stabilized like that because all of us do it and the women respect it in, in a sense. But I don't owe nobody a non-relative, a distance relative, a second cousin removed relative. I don't owe nobody shit. Right? A racial demographic similar. I don't owe none of these people shit. Now. I said possibly a sister, possibly an elderly mother. Everybody else can kick rocks. Now, the thing is, the responsibility should be on the next man to do the same thing over here for his people. And then I do. he does the same thing over here. It should be like that. That's how it should work. Not me going to other people who don't have shit to do with me and fixing their shit. You see? That's how it works. That's a community. <laughs> okay, but it don't. It don't work like that no more. Shout out to uh, JC says that my daughter's graduation is on the 29th. Her mom will be there with all of her fam. Child support is over. My daughter, no, I don't want to be near them. Any advice? Just kick it. Kick it in the back. Ninja, you get you ain't going to see nothing anyway. Um, stay as far away from these uh, baby mama terrorists and our entire family. Period. All right, don't don't do have nothing to do with them. All right, stay as far away as you can. All right, um, because 
they're going to be mad at you. They're going to be mad at you. And they will take this time to embarrass you and your daughter by bringing their bullshit in that they can't get over with. Right. These people are these people are miserable human beings. All right. Stay as far away from them. And guys, learn how to take L's that are actually W's. All right. You ain't got to sit next to them and be a bigger man. You ain't got to be um, you ain't got to be the one to acknowledge them and say, hi, how you doing? These people are pieces of shit. As far as you are concerned, stay away from them. <laughs> All right. Stay away from them. Don't incite anything. Don't instigate. Don't tell them. Nah, 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 boo, boo. No more child support. No need to say anything. All right. Shout out to, let me see. Van says we need an intro for doom and gloom. Indeed. I don't have much space left. And he says, um, since it's a popular segment of the show, and I'm one month away from being one year on monk mode. I might go one more year and get the venom out at some point. Also, did you get the last email with the video showing you how they make lab grown meat? I heard about it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Oh, uh, YouTube trash talker says, coach, there's more BWs and WWs in the military than black men. All right. So check that out. That's interesting. Is that true? Somebody, somebody researched that. He said there's more black and white women in the military than black men. Uh, brothers, is that true? I might check that out. I might check that out. I don't know that'd be true. But black men typically, dude, brothers, man. <laughs> yeah, brothers try to get, shout out to Joe, says Joe Hardy with the super chat. There, there needs to be help with brothers too. And typically when I help, and give advice for black men and women. They get their feelings hurt just like women do. All right. But black men need a lot of help out here. They need a lot of help. The first piece of help I'm going to give you. Are you ready? <laughs> All right. Hold on for a second. Black men. I know y'all. Y'all ready for this? Bird chest and ninja start getting hurt feelings when I start telling them about themselves. The first thing I'm going to tell you, black men, is get over the fact that people don't like you or like you or whatnot. You ninjas got some single mama ass low self-esteem for real. And it's disgusting. All your life, you chase validation. And I want you to know that. That's what you do. All your life, you're chasing validation. It's despicable. You chasing validation from your mama, from your absentee ass daddy, from black women, from white women, from women from other countries, your boss, the police, every goddamn body. Mm. <laughs> it's despicable. It's sad. Ain't nobody got to like you out here. Ain't nobody gotta like you out here it, it's not required why you worried about it ninjas be out here my girl liked me more than the girl ever liked you and <laughs> like what the women in the philippines like us more than the women in america so like what white women like me better than black women so like what the police don't like us. America don't like us. The man don't like us. The government don't like us. The teachers don't like us. So, like what? Mm. What that got to do with some damn money? Well, institutionally, what happens is it, man, look, man, so what? <laughs> All right, look. 
and the white people in the suburbs don't like us and the ninjas in my neighborhood don't like us. <laughs> they just be going around all day trying to get people to like them. Man, being liked is not required in this world. You know what you need? You need some food, shelter, oxygen, some punani every now and then. I don't care if she liked me or not. Some shoes and some clothes, ninja. That's what I need. <laughs> that's what I need. And some protection. That's what I need. I don't need all the rest of that shit. All the rest of that shit becomes secondary and tertiary. Man, please. Let me stop. Neil Armstrong says women will go to social services, file some paperwork, come home, and say they had a busy day. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yep. Dude, hey, have y'all ever gone to social services or any government? That shit is miserable. And women be spending all day up there. All day sitting around for three hours, waiting for to be called up their number, going through their bills, bringing documents, bringing leases, bringing bills, bringing your social security number. They be up there for hours turning yourself in. That I'm like, bitch, this is your job? They be up at the court at attorney's office all goddamn day. Ain't did shit to contribute to humanity. Ain't she ain't did nothing to contribute to humanity. All her selfish ass drive, dude. They don't just show up at social services and get child child support and food stamps. They gotta sit and wait and take a number and look at some miserable gordita on the other side asking her questions. Oh, you forgot this paper? Running back, downloading bills. Man, these people are terrible. <laughs> absolute oxygen thieves these are despicable human beings these are the low of the low these are the low of the low hey here's the thing we're going off now this will be three hours and 30 minutes the reason why it's despicable and disgraceful i'm going to tell you why it's despicable and disgraceful and reprehensible and damn near the reason why is because what you're doing is you're not producing anything all you're doing is consuming consume 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 this is why i call you a leech a leech this is why it's parasitic behavior. Like if you actually applied some that same energy to something that you could produce, Ninja, you wouldn't need to be down there with the welfare workers and the, the, the lowest rungs of society. You wouldn't even need to be down there. If you apply that energy, that's something you produce instead of focusing on consuming and what people owe you and what you deserve and what you're entitled to and what people can pay back, you actually could actually get more. But you're trying to take the easy way out. It's despicable. These people are disgraceful human beings to me. I mean, I cannot respect people like this. I have a look. These people are the beggars. They're, they're go panhandle. They're, I mean, these are the beggars of society. It's atrocious. <laughs> All right. It's unforgivable. It's unconscionable. I, I just don't understand it. I'm like, goodness. But uh, listen, hey, look, listen, y'all make the choices in y'all life. You do you. <laughs> All right, shout out to, uh, let me see here. I'm, I, I got one more. I got Jake Wish. I got, we're almost done here. Yeah, it's like going, dude, I imagine. I was going to the DMV and I'd be like, oh man, this is just, this is just awful. Like I wouldn't want to do this. Dude, when women go to like welfare, EBT, WIC, social services, social security, uh, uh, therapists, they got, that's what they deal with. Hospitals. You ever go to the hospital? She be going in there with a half broken nail 
using her work insurance in there getting generic medicine, spending four hours in the hospital just sitting there. I got bubble guts. And I broke my nail. Look, I got an owie. Look. Man, hell no, man. I would have to go in there. I would have to go in there with my neck hanging off. My neck could be hanging off like this, and I'll be like, mm, maybe if I massage this shit over here. <laughs> they about to go with, this, with these straggles sitting there. <laughs> Wake up, they get up, drag their feet. <sighs> What's wrong with you? <sighs> I got an owie. Mm. Is there any drug? <laughs> sitting in there for four hours, breathing everybody, oxygen and shit. Wearing pajamas. They get up on that table with the paper. Sit up there, doctor. I got hemorrhoids and bubble guts. My period late and early. I think I'm pregnant. I got a fever. (sighs) (laughs) I ain't sitting nowhere for four hours for that, bro. Not me. Not me. No, man. Like, that's miserable. Like, you can't be happy person after that experience and shit. <laughs> right? Anyway, Jake wishes the guy who was asking about his baby mom, he says, where uh, were you saying don't go? That was a question. If you were asking about your baby mom's, oh, you, oh, about the um the uh, graduation? Where are we at here? Where are we at? We got a couple more, man. We almost there. Mike Davis says, my Atlanta Hawks said, What's up for the weekend already? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? He says nigga? that week pick last night. I don't even know who they picked. You, YouTube trash talker coach. Can we uh, get a show on how to deal with emotionally feminine acting men? I work with a guy that's impossibly wrong about everything and throws a tantrum when you call him out on his BS. He says, by the way, he's a stepdaddy with a obese wife. Mm. Please understand that man is miserable. Okay. That man is miserable. He goes home. He has to know what he goes home to because he liked her thick and she grew up and blew up like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Now he, you know what I mean? She's not happy. He ain't happy. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> he got stepdaddy. He getting used and abused, stomped on. So please consider. Dude, I got, I got a couple more here. Uh, did I get no government name? Oh, SD. I can't. Oh, he says I'm 38. And I still remember my third grade teacher letting girls wear hats when boys could not. When we asked why, she said, because women have it harder than men. <laughs> they started earlier. They started earlier. Somebody sent me a clip. Was it a, I think maybe it was on ABL's, um, ABL's Twitter, somebody's Twitter. Or who was it? Uh, Donovan Sharp. I think it was Donovan Sharp's Instagram where there was an all woman's prison and they were recording the women. It was a TV show. And the women in the all-woman's prison said that the male prisoners have it better than them. Guys, let me tell you something. They don't care, bro. They always thinking they get in the short end of the stick. They were in an all-woman's prison. And the women were like, there's no equality over here. And the men's prison is better. It's inequality, bitch. What? Yo, bro. Hey, man. I I can't with them. You can't take them seriously. Stop. Look. Treat them like a business. Stop taking them seriously, bro. I can't. You can't deal with these people. You in prison. Mm. And do you know what this man's trying to got not get? He trying to not get throttled. 
No government, no, no, no government name. SD says your topic hitting the day, coach. He says I had a woman I was trying to smash and she turned me down, but said we could still network for real estate. He says, I got a portfolio. This 31, 30 year old woman is living with her mom. He says, give her the buzzer. So she basically saying, yep. Um, no, I'm not going to give you anything, but yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm going to learn from you. Eric Sai, shout out to the coach gang and the coach. He says, what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up Thank for the weekend, these contributions nigga? that's keeping us going. Carter says, shout out to the guy who mentioned working in a body shop. He says, I'm at my job in a body shop right now in Texas. No AC. Yikes. Mm. He says, bitches, <laughs> bitches think after a 12-hour shift in 98 degrees, he says, we're going to take them out of town and out on the town. He says, no. Nope. Hey, can we go outside? I've been sitting in the heat in Tejas. No, we're not going outside. Shout out to the body shop ninjas. Jamal Martin, we need this message. We need this message. If you hear a black man say somebody doesn't like them, that's a woman. Or somebody likes them and you can't get people to like you, that, that's a woman. That's a woman talking. That ain't no manly shit. Like, I know, I hate, I hate to call you names. But ninjas that sit around talking about somebody likes me and somebody don't and I, this person likes me and you can't get nobody to like you, that's some, that's some female shit. That's some low... Bruh, <laughs> we're not here to be liked. We're not here to be liked. Once you do that, you can start conquering shit. <laughs> Once you do that, you can start conquering stuff. Once you do that, you can be a leader. Once you do that, you can be a boss. You can be a boss. And I've been like in leadership positions all my life, even as a young man. All right. You know, I've been a coach and a head coach and an assistant coach and a coordinator of this and a director of that. I've, I've been that all my life. And I know when you're in that position, you cannot please everybody. Only leaders know this shit. It's only when you ascend to a height of leadership do you know, Ninja, I don't give a shit if everybody likes this or not. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> right? Because this decision isn't made for everybody to like it. It's made for everybody to get to the same point. We need to get to the same point. We need to get to the same direction. We need to get to the same destination. So I'm going to make this, and this is the best in the best interest of everybody. Not that everybody's going to be happy about that. So, Ninja, if you ain't happy about it, you could do one goddamn thing. You can jump ship, walk the plank, or you could do another thing. You could get with the program, and we all get there. All right, but uh, I ain't in here for likes. I'm not in here for you to like me. I'm in here to solve a problem, <laughs> right? J Flow says, get on them weights, eat some steak, and get rid of that bird chest. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the coach gang. We got one, two, three, and then I think we're done for the weekend. Jeez. Devontae Swang is in the building. He says, I'm a realtor. Both my mortgage lenders are married, sexless, 35 to 55 plus tricking and getting scammed for hush money. God damn. Married men. Married men are the biggest ones tricking out here. And they, ha guys, they have to. They have to. If you think it's incels and virgins and simps and, and, and ninjas that got junior college girlfriends, you out of your mind. 
it, the reason why they got to do it is they got to pay hush money to girls. So there's a bigger incentive to pay more and keep their asses away from the wife. Trust me, I've been married before. I've never done this, but I know what it what it means to for a man to get caught. It means everything. That means he's going to lose everything. So there's a bigger incentive to keep shit hidden. So it's a bigger incentive to be out here being like, all right, I'll pay. I'll cover this to give you access to some punani. All right. No government name says shout out from Brooklawn. Coach, you're right about the RP. That's why it's always under attack and dangerous to normies because once you figure out women, you figure out the world. Understanding women is the is only the beginning. Keep up the great work. Just when you have it figured out, they change the rules, right? But yeah, man. Once you figure this out, once you figure this out, you get great control of your life. All right. But you're you are definitely in the way of a lot of people. You're definitely in the way of a lot of people. And people will bump you off for it. All right. They don't like this. They don't like this. You know? And I actually I, as much as I shatter women's dreams, I shatter a lot of men's dreams here. But this 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 program is not meant to shatter your dream and give you no option. I actually give you an option. The option is good. But some of y'all ninjas want to be light. All right, it's okay. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says, paying late fees to my favorite African-American. Shout out to the coach gang and what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? C3 Augustus with the co-sponsorship. I'm rich, man. He says, your knowledge is like none other. Today and yesterday's streams were cathartic, to say the least. Thank you for putting in the time for the passing of this well-known knowledge. Or this well-needed knowledge. Shout out to the coach gang. All right. I hope you guys can use this. All right. I hope you guys can use this. Trust me. Um, You know, it takes. It's not everybody can lead. There's a lot of followers out here. And ladies, stop asking men to lead. If you don't want to be led. Mm. Ladies. Stop asking men to lead. And then telling men how to lead. Stop asking men to lead and then telling men how to lead. Okay. We can't do it. We can't play it this way. Jake, you always telling me I'm missing a super chat and I don't see it. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm over on, actually I'm over on Venmo. Stop asking men to lead and saying, no, don't lead like that. Lead like this. Um, no, this is not a political game. This is not politics. Ninja. <laughs> She'd be like, well, now that you're my leader, this is how I want you to lead. No. Stop it. I lead, you follow. Or you lead yourself. Most of the time, that shit ain't going to work. All right. Then just be like, I missed the super chat. I look up and it's a dollar. Come on, bro. Hey, man, listen, man. Hey, listen, I'm cool. I don't want to call people out. But, man, look, if I miss your PayPal and it's a dollar, stop. Ninja, come on, man. Chopper says, ready for Friday night, late show, maybe. He says, the graduation, he says, were you advising him not to go to the graduation? Come on, man. Hey, listen, man. Get y'all's weight up and shit. Ninjas be doing $2 and $3. You missed it. Hey, man, listen, I got to call y'all out on that bullshit. I got to call y'all out. I got to call y'all out on that bullshit. Stop with that bullshit, Ninja. Hey, look, y'all lucky I'm reading any goddamn Super Chats. 
Kevin Samuels didn't read none and became a millionaire off Super Chats and didn't read one goddamn Super Chat. I'm just letting y'all know. Stop the bullshit. And then it don't even be shit half the time. Hey, man, look. <laughs> Kevin Samuels didn't read one motherfucking Super Chat. Fresh and Fit don't read none under 20 after 10 minutes into the show. And I read all of them. Come on, brothers. Y'all need to stop treating me like this. Y'all need to, I could have been a millionaire a long time ago. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent of people don't super chat at all. Ninety-eight percent of people watching me ain't super chat shit. So here, look, stop. <laughs> For real. All right. Mechanical Mind says people hate seeing you win. Started a YouTube channel and friends made fun of me. He says then they see it grow and make money. It blows their minds. He says I bought a Porsche and they lost their mind. That's this tragic. That's the tragic story of men. Men. It's a sad thing. And what they don't understand. What they don't understand is that you put in all that work, they're going to want the secret, and they're going to start hating you because you come up. It's a sad thing, guys. You're going to have to realize that as well. What, oh, if you want another blue chip, guys, do not tell people what you're going to do. Just do it, and uh, they're going to hate on you anyway. They're going like to, he says, uh, like 50 Cent said, um, uh, let, the hate, let the haters hate and let the money pile up. For real, bro. For real. Your family members, your friends, Ninja, they ain't your clients, man. Do not start a business depending on them ninjas. They going to hate your ass. And the people, didn't they, when they come and find you, they come and find you. Like, people come and find me now. And they be like, oh, look at you now. You have this and you have that. And didn't realize 10 years ago I was living in my car. 10 years ago I was living in my car. All right, five years ago, Ninja, I was like maybe like, well, no, like six years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, Ninja, I was at my wits end with divorce getting sued, attorney suing me, child support. I was at my wit's end. I was on my last dime dollar. I remember that, like seven years ago, I was like, can I pay this rent? Patching up quarters and pennies and shit. Like almost gone, almost on the last leg, almost going to get evicted. Right? Then they'd be like, y'all, look, you think you're this or you're that. The reason why I, uh, the reason why I can be hard on people right because they're in their situation is when that happened i had to pull back i didn't keep doing the same thing i had to go all right and let me tell you the one of the only reasons i was in that situation was because of the divorce okay my life other than that flawless but the divorce happened and shit happened shit shit was ca catastrophic financially catastrophic all right i wasn't the best money manager but that shit was a catastrophic. That was like blue dynamite in my whole life. Okay. And it actually, people don't realize how it basically everything caves in on you. All right. So people don't realize that. And if you have a other person that disagreeable and they're out to get you or they're on their own agenda, it's catastrophic. So here's the thing. So while ninjas was like, well, you just need to run game and you did. I was like, that ain't the solution guys. And I'm telling you, it is not shout out to Rob for your super chat. It's not the solution. I had to pull back everything. I had to strip myself down, bare bones, get rid of friends, 
no alcohol, no drugs, no fat bitches, no miserable people, no remarriage, no lack. I, I only focused on my kids and me. And everybody else gone. I went into the cave, the Bruce Wayne. That's why when I say I'm the Bruce Wayne, I went to the back cave. And I said, we going to start this shit all over. <laughs> I'm starting over from scratch. Everything else don't matter. Nobody. Everybody else is on the outside. It's it. Everything else is right here. It's only right here. That's it. <laughs> and I, yep. And I was like, no miserable bitches, no relationships, no merit, no nothing, no dead weight. Everybody that's dead weight, gone. Everybody that's leeches, gone. Everybody that ain't even about that shit, gone. And I went into the cave like seven years ago, said about seven, eight years ago. And I was like, we're going to reinvent this shit. This shit ain't going to be the end of me. And I, I, I ain't going out like that. I ain't going out like that. And I started from the bottom. I mean, I had a good bottom, though. <laughs> right? My bottom was better than lots of people. But I was like, everything I do is going to be intentional. Everything I, gonna, everything I do is going to be with purpose. Everything I do, I'm going to know what the result is. I'm not going to leave anything up to fate. Nothing's going to be emotional. It's going to be boom, 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 boom. I literally put, I literally put, I would put post-its on my mirror wall. Well, in my closet wall. You would go in my room and you would be like, God damn, what, what is going on? I had the big ass, um, you know, the paper that you get where they'd be like, oh, you know, you had a thing. I would put paper. I had point number one, point number two, point number three, point number four. <laughs> right. This, 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 and this. This ain't gonna happen. Don't do this. Don't do that. Girls would come over to my house when I start, when I would have company. They'd be like, "What is going on?" I'm like, "I'm gonna do this, this, none of this. That I'll take that out, man." I was on a mission because I was like, "That is never gonna happen to me again." I'm never gonna put my future in the people like that that can implode my shit because they feel like it. Never again. Never again. I'm never going to do it again. I know there's no there's no win. There was way too much L's. Never again. I think my mother came over once and she went into my room and she was like, whoa. <laughs> right? She was like, whoa. Because I think there was some shit on there that, that I even said about her. Right? Like basically like, listen, um, you know, get get an idea of where her finances is what she's going to need when she gets 70. Like there was some shit on there like that because I was like, that's going to come and bite me in the ass too. So I need to prepare for that. So I'm like, only, only I add razor focus, narrow vision. Everything else don't matter. <laughs> right? I was like, fuck that. Never again. I will never not do something because people were like, just relax a little bit and have fun. Nope, nope. Not anymore. Fuck that. Because what that does is it just takes your foot off the gas. I'm like, foot on the gas. <laughs> right? And I'm running over people. Don't care. You in my way. <laughs> you in my way. That's how I go about it.
And if you don't like it, I don't give a damn. That's how I, that's, that's my philosophy. So y'all ninjas and see what happens is we go into four hours. You know what happens as a result? You start making headway. You start making ground. And then people tell y'all, man, chill and relax. And I'm like, no, no, no. I haven't hit my goals. And you're going, 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 going. Now, during that time, in that seven-year period, Ninjas was out traveling, running games, spending money they didn't have, messing with fat chicks, going to the club, smoking weed, buying alcohol, drinking, partying. And then then I passed their ass up. Zoom. (laughs) Then I passed their ass up. Zoom. And I was like, yep, okay, bye-bye. I caught your ass. All right, it took me a year and a half, but I caught your ass, and I'll keep it going. Zoom. Then they kept partying, drinking, smoking. All right, they kept doing that shit. Zoom. (laughs) And then they see me up. They see me flying. They see me take off, and I'll be flapping my wings. All right, now I'm zoom like, loose. Now I'm on the Learjet. These ninjas like, ah, damn. Then they want me to go back to their bullshit. Well, you about the mouthpiece in the game. I'm like, nah, ninja, I'm up here in the jet, ninja. I'm up here where you'll never be. I'm up here where you'll never be. I know you'll never be here. All right. And I'm not even done. All right. I'm not even done. I'm still pressing ghetto pedal to the middle. Where we at? All right. I'm not even done because I'm on a mission. And if it takes to my last breath to get where I want to go, it was still worth it. Even if I don't get there, it's still worth it. Deadly Ellie, Latino X equals new Americans. He said that means they'll not just be gorditas on Tuesday, but soon Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and all week long. Joshua Moon says, uh, thank you for reading my $2 super chat. Thank you, brother. All right. uh, Takeem Hilton says, shout out to the $1 super chatters out here. Coach, you missed my super chat. He says, you funny as F. All right. Nicholas N says, Coach Senior here. He says, you was the voice of logic back in 2019 on my divorce. He says, in your book, he says, after the RP, I simply cannot listen or watch any monkey simp music. Bless you, free agent lifestyle for life. Yeah. And women, I I have a high standard for women. All right. I have high, high standards for women. All right. So women want to be a part of my life. If you're coming in the sandbag, if you're coming in to I'm the table, man, be I can do I do not need you. I'll go rent a bitch with the quickness. Get what I want and avoid women like that. A woman has to bring, I don't have time to train you either. Okay. So if your daddy didn't train you, your mama didn't train you, and nobody made you know how to scramble eggs, and you ain't got no home damn training, you don't know how to act in public. I don't have time to train you. You must come in here with this background knowledge. You must have went to finishing school to mess with me. You must have went to finishing school. If you coming in here and make me, you, I got to fill in the blanks. Bitch, you worthless to me. I don't have the time to train you how to use a computer like that woman. I don't have time to give you the game. I don't have time for you to have your allegiances split. I don't have time to be following up and wiping your ass. I don't have time for that shit. So you are useless to me. You dead weight and go find somebody else. But I'm the black man with standards. And I know it's rare, but you done seen them and you done heard them and you done witnessed them. It's a rare thing to have black man that has a self-esteem and confidence and standards, but I am him and he is I. All right. And so you used to dealing with ninjas that you can walk over by just turning in a lazy ass statistic sheet, but you ain't going to come in here and sandbag on me. And that's what I got. 
and that's what it is. And you can ask Giz, but it is what it is. I know you don't see this on the on the regular. This is why fat women don't understand why I don't talk to them. And they'd be like, what? You should be lucky I'm here. But no, nah, you ain't going to sandbag on me. You're going to be in shape and you're going to be whipped in the shape. So I don't have to do the job. So come in here with some home damn training. If you want to mess with me, if you don't leave me alone, it's pretty simple, but I don't need you. You need me and you're going to need me before I need you. And that's how it's going to be. You're going to need me before I need you every single time, every single time. All right. Every single time. And so we got to let people go. All right. But I appreciate the subscribe as I block you from my channel. All right. As I block you from my channel, but I appreciate y'all for being here and shout out to my brother. That his name is James says for re the recalibration message. Shout out to you. And did I get this brother already? I did. All right. <laughs> I did, but it is what it is. And if you ain't listen, if you ain't appreciative of uh, what people bring here that are winning while you watch me winning and I want people to witness me watching me winning. So I appreciate even the, the haters in the chat. I appreciate you. What it shows me is you watch me on a daily basis for three and a half hours plus, And I don't even know your name. And I never will. So that's a great standard to show how powerful I am, even though you're watching me and you're a faceless person to me. All right. But I appreciate you guys, too. And I will let you pop off every now and then. But uh, let's go ahead and show what bird chested haters look like when they watching me. Just so you just in case you missed the show. Let me show ahead. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Did I have it? I got to find the, the haters uh, right here. Hold on for a second. Oh, I, I lost it. I shouldn't have lost it. Oh, it was a good one, too. <laughs> All right. It was a good one. Oh, I found it. I found the bird chested haters here. This is what they look like when they watch my show. I will show it one more time, uh, but I appreciate them. Let's, let's pop it up on the screen. Anybody that hates me in the chat, this is you today watching my show. Oh, no sound. God dang it. They got me, man. You guys got lucky. That's definitely them right there, man. I'm going to have to pull it up for y'all before I go. All right. Just so you can remember who you talking to when you address me. All right. You address me with respect at all times. If you're going to sit here for three and a half hours watching me, let me see if I can pull it up. <laughs> all right. Why did I mess around and mess it up? All right. Timings is everything, isn't it? All right. Hold on for a second. Here we go right here. Where are these bird chested in the beach, the Cape Canaveral area of Vero Beach will be getting in on the heavier rainfall and eventually the there's the hater in the chat right here. <gasps> I am so sorry, Bill. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how you react to my message. This is what just happened. That thing was crawling on my leg. Yes, yes. That's y'all. Oh, God. If that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Light skin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. That's how they watch my show, man. That's why they watch my show. Keyboard warrior, gangster ass ninjas. Hey, shout out to y'all. You zesty uh, bird chested ninjas in here. And I will tell you, it is the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? And also, have your bail money. Have your bail money. Make sure you wear your condoms. Make sure you pay the girls when you finish with them. Make sure you vet them. Make sure that you don't waste your time. 
and make sure if you bird chested ninjas want to come see me, make sure you have something like a picture on your profile other than that. And make sure you have aftercare. Make sure you take care of the girls have aftercare. Make sure they go home and get home and support the show after the fact. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here, brothers. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.